0: Hello, and welcome back to x Waste, where
1: another name for mining should be depression. I'm Michael. And I'm kind of sick, but coming down from the cold. But you can call me Oxy. If you're new around here, welcome. We're a a podcast that's dedicated to old school RuneScape. And by dedicated, I mean we talk about it almost like obsessively. It's kind of weird how much we know about this game. But that's probably why you're here if you're new here, because you want to learn more or want to hang out with people who like RuneScape way too much. If you're not new around here, hashtag the return. We live. We, <laughs> are, we are okay. We have survived the weeks. We are good. We are back in action. Your regularly scheduled programming has returned. Um, yeah. I, Michael, my man, it's been like eight years. How you doing? It's been so long. It's only been like two weeks, but still. <laughs> I, well, I think since we've
0: recorded... It's been 3 weeks cuz you remember yeah. that one week we did a Patreon episode for the folks and did we? you and I spoke for maybe like 30 minutes and then the next week
1: oh my we god cuz yeah, of bingo sir.
0: and then the last week I was moving so Oh yeah it well hit.
1: it was it was the Patreon episode and then the week of like the week that started bingo we did a real episode i think and did then the we? week after yeah cuz we kind of talked about like i don't remember what we talked about i think we just talked about bingo and then yeah. But two weeks after we didn't do anything, so we're back. We're okay. We're back. The show is still existing. We are here. We're just yeah. If we had gone another we're just week, in shambles. Yeah, in
0: shambles. Absolutely in shambles. I if you can't tell by either my voice or Oxy's voice, we're both kind of sick. He kind of mentioned it, and uh, it's going to be a hell of a, a hell of an episode for me to edit with the sniffling and the coughing, and going to be great. But. <sighs> moving is hard. I think that's the name of the game today is. Yeah. <laughs> I I never want to move again. And luckily I don't really have to. Um the house that we're in now should be our not forever home cuz like I don't I don't think I'm going to live here until retirement age, but like we know. picked a good school system. Um it's by we live by really close friends. And so I could see us living here for like the next 15 20 years wow don't know you know just
1: damn near retirement age at that point right i'll be 50 something actually i'll be in uh, why would i move at that point you know as i say if you're 50 (laughs) in 20 years you you might as well just ride it out for another 10 at that point just stay here yeah you're you're gonna have the nest is gonna be empty presumably and you're just gonna be hanging and banging you know That's a phrase my dad Absolutely. uses. I don't know oh, why, no. but it's just hanging and banging. I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> so,
0: is there a spade spawn near the slope, peter? Because I brought a pickaxe to mine this, and it's not how I'm you do it. Yes. Anyway, uh, moving is hard, and I'm glad we don't have to do it again. It's like, it's hard even when we hired movers this time. So going back a couple of years, we moved from a two-bedroom apartment into the house we're in now. And that at that point, I thought we had a lot of stuff. We didn't. Um, over the last two years of living in the house, just more stuff. We've, we've accumulated things. And then moving into this house, it's slightly smaller than the house we were in before. And there's just not... Like, we don't have a garage. There's just, like, not places to... Like, things don't have a home. Here, hold on. So, for the video viewers here.
1: Holy shit.
0: And, yeah, so that's my... The office that I'm in right now currently. It's a fairly large room, but I have to share it with uh, Alicia's computer desk as well. And all of this stuff that you just saw, plus the closet, this is full. Um, So... Then Like if you're imagining what was in my background before, it was like a bunch of board games, um, all the gaming consoles, a bunch of movies, books. That's pretty much what all that stuff is. Plus what I had in my closet in my other office. It's just finding a place for everything. <laughs> um, once I get more of an established background, some of that stuff might go back up there. Um, but for now, I just want to keep it simple and not clutter it up too much. Might go more like
1: minimalist, adult, mature, dark, spooky. My recommendation is just an open closet with your entire wardrobe behind you and then one shelf dedicated with shit that you use. And that one shelf is constantly covered up by your head. (laughs) Yeah, the one shelf that sits directly behind you and people don't often see. And then if you want to spice things up, add some things to the end of a desk, like documents and a notebook, because, you know... You got to commit to the bit and keep a notebook (laughs) on hand. (laughs) And also a farmer's market token because half the people at the farmer's market don't accept card. So the city offers like a token system, which is cool. That's neat. Yeah, you can like pay money to like get these. They're like casino chips. Yeah, like you pay money to these people at the city and they give you these little chips and you can go around and the farmers who don't accept card will take the chips instead of cash because I don't ever carry cash on me. <laughs> Tiki, thank you for the leprechaun uh, suggestion. I was so, able to get a spade. All right. M- Michael has mentioned this twice with no rent, like reference to what he's actually doing. What are you trying to accomplish?
0: So I want to do... Uh, I want to do Tithe Farm on my group Iron Man. And for that, you need 100% Hosidious favor. So during the recording session today, I'm just going to be... Uh, Getting Hosidia's favor, I don't know how many you need. Like buckets 1400, of fertilizer and fourteen hundred
1: oh! compost. It's kind of expensive, but you'll be well. Marty,
0: it's sixty percent, so I don't think I need that many. Mm. Hopefully not. At least,
1: yeah. No the the fourteen hundred is like right from five percent. So I don't know oh. what you need. Start with like two hundred and to... see what happens.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, um, it's it's been a ri- It's been a wild ride. So we. We moved in last weekend and I was already exhausted. Come moving day because I took off the day before and the whole week before I was painting our office that my wife, my wife and I share. She was also painting it. So we were back and forth painting it after work. And so it was a lot of late nights, early mornings kind of thing. And then comes like picking up a heavy, like a bunch of heavy stuff and the movers still picked up a bunch of heavy stuff. So like my back is already not feeling great. And then we ate something that I don't know what happened, but I got a stomach bug. It's coming out of both ends. Ugh. I'll say that just to keep it that's <laughs> not too descriptive. Already
1: too much, Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: So, I slept basically for 16 hours um and then my wife picked it up so luckily, we did it in shifts. So like sounds I was like, sick first. Sounds
1: like norovirus. <sighs> the what virus? Sounds like norovirus. Norovirus. it was that violent and it was like being transferred to you and your wife and your kid, sounds like norovirus.
0: Yeah. Or just the uh, stomach. Luckily, wound. who knows? Luckily,
1: the kid didn't get it.
0: That's that's the main. Lucky part. him. Yeah. So I, that's why I think it was something we ate, because he doesn't eat, like he doesn't really eat the food that we eat most of the time. Eats fruit. That's about it. But I had it, and then I was starting to feel a little bit better, and then she had it. And then she slept for a lot longer than I did and like was way more nauseous. And anyway, we're just kind of recovering off of that. And then get hit with like the the the, the sinus congestion, and the coughing, and the sore throat. I just haven't had a break. All of that, plus I have to like unpack a bunch of boxes.
1: The house is a mess. Move, they so, said it would be fun. So, they said so. Down bad is the the weekly Pretty, description of Michael. It's down well, bad.
0: I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to like bring people down. Um, it's been great living here. Like it's everything that I thought it would be, and more. We like we walked over to the park yesterday morning because they have a uh, a farmers market every Saturday, and that was a lot of fun. Like just being able to live here and do that, and know it's so close. And like, I bought a little bike. Seat for my kid, so I can ride a bike and have him on it as well. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, There's a lot of great food that's close to us. I found a uh, a taco place that I want to take you to next time you come here. It's really good. Um, Yeah, it's just really good. Really good living here. Where we used to live was pretty isolated from like activities and 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 places. I say isolated, but like you had to drive at least twenty to thirty minutes, really, to get anywhere. Yeah. And so now, it's like a three-minute drive to my kids' daycare, which has been a life-changing experience. Because before, it would take an hour round trip to to like take him and then get back home. Now it takes less than ten minutes round trip. So that kind of stuff has been good. Um, I haven't really been playing much Runescape uh, except for I did a a few Slayer tasks. (laughs) I know, right? Well, I just got I basically got my computer set up last night because I was like if I don't do this it's going to be a, a a a rush to do it in the morning so I set up my computer but like in the meantime I've been playing on my iPad and stuff but it's uh it's not been the gains have not been prevalent for me <laughs> for you know being a, a a host of a RuneScape podcast not a lot of RuneScape has been happening unfortunately and i know that you've been also like i don't know every time a bingo happens like we just don't see you for weeks afterward but it's fine because you know you need to you need to have that time but i've missed you bro
1: this this bingo was rough
0: yeah it hit hit you hard chris 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 said i look unkempt
1: and professional unprofessional on how does it feel bitch I combed my hair for you so you wouldn't make some uppity comment. And you out here looking like a I don't know. You look like I looked this morning and thought "Eh, I should probably get my hair wet for the show.
0: Well, I can't like this is I washed my hair yesterday and I just let it dry and this is going to be my reality Uh, for the audio only listeners. My hair is getting longer. You'll see it in the thumbnail but yeah, my hair is getting much longer and I am uh I am every day I contemplate whether or not I want to cut it. And I probably should, but I don't want to because I've I've committed to the Michael Christ look and I'm going to do it, dude. If it kills me. And it will kill me because it is god awful hot here. And I have thick hair and it makes me sweat. I don't know if you can hear my fan. But you can see it, and it's going full speed. Not doing much. But yes, thank you. I'm very unkempt. <laughs> Michael with armpit length. Chris, what are you talking... <laughs> Chris in the recording booth is just coming out for... shows violence today. Enough about me, though,
1: Oxy. Catch us up on the last three weeks. Oh, boy, the last three weeks. Well, <sighs> Bingo hit me like a truck. Which, to start was a blast while we were doing bingo. Other than mm-hmm. suractness, I think my team had a good time doing every piece of content. Arguably tob got a little tiring too cuz like the first couple tobs were like, yeah, we're doing great, you know, like our learners not dying, like it's actually going great. By like tob 18 in like 8 hours, we're like, dude, we got to <laughs> stop. Like we weren't going that fast, but like
0: and I know you don't we like were- back to back to back to back
1: it was rough. So. It was rough, and like I, I was powering through with my team because like we just had, to get, like, there was like three tovers on the team, so like we were just running trios all the live long day, and we were struggling, but we did make it through, which was good. Mm-hmm. We got a justy helm, which was the most disappointing part. Like we got a purple, we got the tile, but like. Our poor learner, submediant was like, man, I'm here to make money from Tob, and we got a Justy Helm, and that's FFA, so he didn't even get any money on the split. (laughs) It's free-for-all. Yeah, Justy... It's like Justy, Arcane, Lightbearer, and Olidness Ward are the free-for-all items in raids. At least the way we do it, but... Yeah, so Bingo was an absolute blast. I, I said it the Sunday, like, of Bingo when we recorded, but I truly did draft a fantastic team again. Like... All super active, all you know. There's always a few who like aren't super like keen on joining VC, Mm -hmm. but they're playing and they're chatting like in the French chat or in the clan chat or like they're sitting in VC but they're muted kind of thing. Yeah, and like I think we drafted like 14 or 15 people. I think I had like 13 active players the whole time. Like I think there was one guy who's like, yeah, I got to work i won't be on like today but i'll try to be on tomorrow we never heard from him again and then Mm. i gotta level with you i don't even remember who the last person i drafted was because they never spoke oh gotcha so like hmm but
0: and sometimes that's like people gave that expectation with the they said they would play zero to five hours during the bingo and i don't
1: i don't draft anyone with zero to five hours so my drafting strategy is in the in the high rounds i want like early rounds, like rounds probably one through four. I want good game experience and good game knowledge and high play time. Mm-hmm. They have to be combined together. If you have a max infernal cape and you're ranked at every single boss and you can two tick swordfish, but you like only are going to play for five hours a week. Well, it's like it's a, it's an advanced skilling tactic. Or like one. If you have 5 an infernal t- cape
0: and you can two tick swordfish, we're
1: gamers. Can you two tick swordfish? I probably could if I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. So don't don't do that. You know? <laughs>
2: I'm
0: but, just saying
1: that's a <laughs> that's that's a random thing to have on. Like, continue. all right. Well, skillers, find me something that is equivalent to the infernal cape in skilling that is sepulcher? not maxing an account. Level They're, five sepulcher. Level five sepulcher and the inferno are not the same unless it's, every skiller who, who listens. Jones I'm saying there's got to be something <laughs> that you skillers can do. My point is. If you're only playing for five hours a week, not drafting you, dude. I need people hours win bingo. Game knowledge and skill doesn't win bingo. Hours played win bingos. So in the higher rounds, I look for high skill accounts with high play time. In like the medium rounds, probably like five through ten, um, the highest level mid gamers I can find with the mm-hmm. highest play time I can find. Once we hit round five. You wear any helmet? Sorry, brother. You're cut. No <laughs> Iron Man in the mid game. Because and it sounds very discriminatory, to which I do kind of apologize but also kind of not really. If you're a high level Iron Man end game PVMer, you've got, you know, 2200 total level. You're you're pretty self-sufficient, right? I can rely on you to not only get high-level content done by yourself, but also join us for high-level group content. You can join us for raids. You can join us for Nightmare. If we're going to God Wars and you have full armor because you've killed Kriara 800 times,
0: I can
2: trust. the God
1: Wars. Speaking of interrupting me, you bastard. Yeah, I saw that was free comic day yesterday, but I didn't go to any comic stores near me to get the RuneScape comic. I got three, so I can either bring one the next time i see you or mail
0: it to you anyway, sick continue. but speaking of god wars is like
1: yeah like if you if you have god wars experience then you can do that by yourself so like high level iron man that's fine but like mid game lower level iron man you've raided on your main account but like you haven't completed beneath curse sands on the iron you know like things like that kind of iron Man. mm-hmm <sighs> Bingo is a bingo is a team event. You know, we yeah. do content as a team. We had God, I think at most eight people at Sarachnus. Eight people at Sarachnus at one point. And it wasn't eight like in yeah, the same world? Eight. In the same world killing Sarachnus. It was <laughs> well, we were we were like two-banging it because it wasn't like we were there with like meme weapons. You we were scythes. like max melee <laughs> scythes. I think Fear had Inquisitor and Torva. I had a scythe. Oh Jack had a God. scythe. Like everyone was bringing everything they had, you know. And we were just trying to eviscerate Seraknis because we needed the drops. Yeah, Iron Man in the mid game can't come with us, and like that DPS, but but they yeah. but the if they DPS too much, they don't get the kill. You know. Yeah. I don't like to send people off to do things by themselves unless it's like the end of bingo. And I don't want the first experience you have on my team because you're an iron man drafted in 12th place is for me to say, all right, you're in charge of killing goblins for the goblin champion scroll, but I know cannonballs are valuable to you because you're an iron. So have fun meleeing them to death. I don't know. Just mid to low level iron men just don't don't do me any favors in um thought your team was called no helm yeah my team well we realized that once we were all drafted all said and done we didn't have a single iron man on the team which was not fully intentional because there were a few that i was looking at but they got drafted super early because <laughs> they were again high level iron Man, and by like round four they were all gone so i was like who are we looking at here um but yeah, you know I hate to sound like a dick if you play, if you play the the standalone game mode, but <sighs> it just ain't for me, bruv, You know I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, Bingo was an absolute hoot. I I don't regret any pick that I made. We had so much fun together. Even when we weren't having fun, we were having fun playing together. Like I don't think if you ask anyone on my team. What their thoughts of Seracnus are, not a single person. I think they might try to attack you. I don't know we We had a really good time. <laughs> we unfortunately fell short, which was kind of depressing. We fell short a third place by three points, so we got fourth, and we were going for the the raid duplicate item. And if we would have completed that tile, we would have completed the Mauritania column, and we would have gotten like thirty points. And, like hard secured third, but in the later portion of the day, within like the last two hours, the team that took third got a tile that got ahead of us by three points, and we lost uh we lost third, which was unfortunate, but we put a damn good fight up the entire yeah. time, and okay,
0: just so people don't think you're all talking no show, I've got the data from Tiki here. Your team killed sixteen hundred and sixty seven Sirracnus. The next closest was 1,200, and that's Hyla's team. And then everyone else is like either in the low hundreds or like seven or 800. So you guys effectively took, <laughs> yeah, you killed a lot of Seragnus. I thought you were just like, ooh, Seragnus sucks. But no, you guys killed a lot of Seragnus
1: as a team. Holy cow.
0: 1,600 2
1: things. Number one. We were there probably getting, like, I don't know, fear. How much did you say we were getting? Probably 80 kills an hour just because it was that quick. <laughs> like, it was it was like insta-kill, Seracnus. It was ridiculous. Um, like, we would smack it. It would rotate. And then especially if it rotated close by to us, wham, we'd kill it immediately. And we were there for, like, I think the one night we were there, like, oh God, six hours maybe people were getting nerd logged at seracness and shit oh my like gosh. it was rough number two i haven't seen the data from tiki and frankly i don't think i needed to because he <laughs> just said oxy's team did almost 20 percent of the entire bingos casey for Seracnus. right so yeah so there was like eight eight uh eight thousand total Seracnus KC yeah. across the event Fuck that spider <laughs> but no in any case Bingo was a really good time, unfortunately, bingo hit me like a truck to the point where when bingo ended, I went almost completely m i a for yeah. weeks. I think I don't know what was going on. I think i might I might be depressed or something who knows, man, but it hit me right before bingo started, so I had a really good time in bingo, but the minute it was over, like I barely even wanted to make an announcement. Like, I was like, I was like asking the other team, like the other mods to be like, hey, like, how about you guys announce what the final standings are? And nobody did. So I'm like, I guess I'll do some haphazard announcement. Oh my God. People are like, give me the buy in money. I'm like, I don't want it, but sure. And then like, captains are DMing me for their winnings. Like, people, I'm like, I can't. I just can't do it anymore. I don't know why. I know why i got put in charge because i was i I'd make myself charge lots of things but this bingo hit me so hard that i just like completely completely fell off the face of the map like i don't even yeah. think i've been in back in like vc like general vc i haven't seen you in... i haven't seen you online in discord for a while well I'm, i usually appear as offline just because i often the notifications kind of drive me crazy that you know mm-hmm. and like i keep so i'll keep discord on a different window. And, like, if I get a direct message or I get an app message, that'll pop up and I'll see that, like, as a little, like, red bubble. But when I'm, like, recording or something and, like, I don't have TNL muted, so it's constantly mm-hmm. going off. Oh, right. Um, so stuff like that I try not to try not to do. But, you know, afterwards in my, like, I'm going to be as antisocial as possible because brain sad. And exhausted from RuneScape. I got back into Skyrim for a bit. Then Jedi Survivor came out. And that game is life changing. Yeah. Jedi Survivor. Honest to God. If not. If not a 10 out of 10. A 9 out of 10 game. It's so good. It is. It builds off of everything Fallen Order did well. The critiques I would have of it. Which are minimal. Number one. Performance on PC is absolute dog shit which will hopefully get fixed as time goes on. But like every time I load it up, it has to repair files or something or like optimize things. Like it is rough on PC. It wasn't, I think in the first weekend of release, it outright crashed three times, which isn't terrible, but it did this really cool thing. where, like in dialogue options, specifically at like the main hub, Pylune saloon, like the main character hub you go back to. Mm -hmm. Um, You would be in dialogue with a character, and they would stop talking, and you would not be able to move the camera, and the music would keep playing, and the game would stop responding. It would just, like, soft crash probably 15 times. Why do new AAA games just do that? Like, that happened
0: with uh, the other big game that is escaping my brain. Um, but
1: th- this isn't like a cyberpunk twenty seventy. That's what I mean. Like I need that's the one. The, the, this is what I'm saying. I, I need to. I need to clarify here. We had some performance issues in some very crammed sections of the game. Only sometimes, fifteen dialogue crashes out of probably three hundred conversations I had not terrible mm-hmm. i'd prefer it to be zero but it's not terrible i never had it freeze in combat i never had it freeze during a cutscene. i never had it freeze when i was like teleporting from planet to planet okay. there were some performance issues like opening the hollow map or whatever but it never froze during that it just lagged out for a second overall though like it's it, it's an annoying thing but it wasn't like it didn't make me want to play it was just frustrating for a minute. Um Chris said, because people are willing to pre-order unfinished games and publishers know they can patch it later instead of shipping a quality product. I I don't think this game was unfinished. I think it was designed for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S and ported to PC very poorly. Because consoles didn't have this kind of a problem, really. Uh, The PCs did. So I just think it wasn't ported to PC properly. But the game is very finished. Um, Some elements of the story I was a little, like, eh about. And towards the end of the game, you unlock a special ability that canonically I don't love because I think it's a little out of character for Cal, but gameplay wise was fun as shit. Did you finish it? Oh, yeah. I'm already like halfway through my second playthrough. Like I I am having so much fun with this game. There is not a single addition that they have added that feels bad. They've added perks, they have added new lightsaber stances. So there's like a big cross guard one where you kind of fight like a like a two handed sword and it's really slow, but it does a lot of damage. I love that. Um all new like characters and side quest options, the customization is off the chain. Like there's not a whole lot of planets to explore, but what they lack in planetary diversity, they make up for in like the planets are huge. Yeah like the in fallen order there was a lot of like straight lines you kind of go through this Mm -hmm. is not the case like it's it feels very open world on the two major planets you can explore it's a ton of fun like all the new movement things they added all the new combat skills all the new like combatants you fight like there's a whole class of enemies this raider population took over a Lucre Hulk battle cruiser from the Clone Wars. So you fight all of the like B1 battle droids and the super battle droids and the droidicas and shit. So like not only are you killing Stormtroopers and the Imperials, but you're also fighting the Clone Wars enemies. Like it, it is like the perfect combination of like Star Wars love story for enemies. Mm-hmm. And the lightsaber combat is really rewarding. The bosses are fun to fight. Except for Spawn of Bogdo, if you've played Fallen Order or Jedi Survivor, I one-banged or two-banged every single boss in the game. Even him got him in one shot, right? Except for Spawn of Bogdo. Took me 50 tries. Couldn't tell you why. Damn. Ogdo, Bogdo, and Fallen Order? 50 tries. Couldn't tell you why. It was just... It was really... Str- There's one boss I just find really difficult, but... The game is fantastic and I'm really excited to play it again tonight. Um mm-hmm. which has also been a problem for getting back into RuneScape but IRL wise I've been doing fencing tournaments. I had a tournament last night, had a tournament this Saturday, the last Saturday at bingo. So fencing's mm-hmm. been going really well. Work has been off the chain, like RuneScape has just not been the priority the last right. couple of weeks. Like last <clears throat> night you DM'd me and you're like, "Why are you playing Valor?" and I'm like, "Oh, you know." Mhm.
0: Like I, was I wasn't trying to judge you. I was just saying I've I didn't know people played Valorant
1: still. Oh well shit ton of people play Valorant. Really? Just know people that we hang out with. Because we all play sure. like. We play a 20 year old MMO. Like it is so. Dude. And I'm sure any XP Waste or listening experiences the same thing. I am on like a new Valorant account because I've never really played the game before. I'm playing with one of my old classmates. And we are in lobbies with actual children really like like oh my god harbor harbor i can buy you a gun harbor no harbor you don't have any money harbor let me buy you a gun <laughs> oh, no harbor, don't peek there harbor you dumbass i'm <laughs> like i work with kids as a career and then i fence there's a lot of teenagers who fence and then playing valorant against like gotta be like middle schoolers on my team i'm like what the hell man like it is not it's such a strange dichotomy of like i meet people playing runescape a game designed for kids i don't think i've met anyone under the age of like 20 (laughs) like even back when we first started this i think the youngest person was damien and he was 19 or 20 years old right but like i was 23 you know so like i feel like we don't we meet more people in their mid-20s mid-30s than we do kids so getting into a game. Valorant lobby and having, like, people argue that, like, they're in the ninth grade, therefore I know more than you in the sixth grade. And me and my friend, who both graduated graduate school together, so we're like senior citizens compared to these children. <laughs> we're like, this <laughs> makes me sick. Like, I can't. Turn off
0: voice activity.
1: Eh, I probably should. But my my classmate doesn't, so I tend not to because oh, okay. she knows how to play the game and I do not. Yeah, I um, yeah, I'm comically bad at Valorant. I grew up my my prime time first person shooter was Black Ops and Halo Reach, and you live and die by the objective. You want a you want a site cleared? I'll clear you a. You want to get to the bomb? I'll get you to the bomb. Might take four or five lives, but I'll get you to the bomb. God damn it problem is search and destroy you can't do that and that's just all valorant is is search and destroy so you get like one chance to be good and that's really hard because the bullet spread is whack recoil broom bloom is whack in valorant it feels Uh like because i never played csgo or anything like that so i'll have like clean shots against someone that like should have killed them Even like the classic Halo 3, you know, short controlled Mm -hmm. bursts, I'll miss every shot. (laughs) I don't know how. So Valo is tough. It's fun, but I think I like hanging out with my classmate more than I do actually playing Valorant. But I'm slowly getting better at it. But that's been my like three weeks, but we're back and I've been bank standing the entire time we've been talking. So there's a podcast that
0: kind of rose up. In our in our absence, Gothic's rest. Um, Spari and Bert, if you're listening, you guys can thank you for filling in while we've been <laughs> just
1: Watch, I'm watching. A <laughs> while we've been gone, don't do that. Don't do that, Michael.
0: Come <laughs> just on, just now. kidding. Just kidding, because I know they listen. Or at least Spari does. So hi, Spari. You guys should you guys should like like actually check out gothic's rest. Pretty good. I like it. Um, we got flamed for some of our bingo stuff
1: if you haven't heard oxy but i haven't no like i said when i tell you runescape went to the back burner <laughs> i forgot i even had a show for a while did you you forgot about me well no i didn't forget but like you know <laughs> it was like this yeah. hasn't
0: been front of mind
1: it really hasn't like truly it ha- which is weird because like i do love doing an xp waste i don't intend to like stop doing it anytime soon but like dear god i think we were supposed to take one week off from bingo after Mm big that was the agreed upon we're gonna take one week it'll be fine yeah michael messaged me like the saturday night before we were supposed to record last week and was like hey i'm titties deep and moving how do we feel about like either recording a short episode or not recording at all i'm like not recording at all you say that sounds like a great idea and like we just took another another week off Because that that's kind of like the vibe, or at least like how I was feeling about it is like, darn, I don't have to record for another week. That's just so upsetting because like truly whatever happened to me after Springo was fucked like it was we were down pretty bad. Yeah, but we're back. We're back.
0: We do have a topic for today. Interestingly enough, Um,
1: generally, which is is wild because we it's (laughs) it's, we're 40 minutes in. are Are we? Oh, okay.
0: Well, you guys are still here. Um, we have a topic for today, and it's it's a pretty interesting one. Um, we could literally just end it here, go to break,
1: have a shorter episode, but we want Bro, to come back ach- with something. Achievement of the week is going to prevent this from being a short episode. <laughs> I think we could have of said, the week. We could be... have said hello, welcome back to XP Waste. Where hope you enjoy this recycled commercial, and it'd still be a two-hour <laughs> episode because of achievement of the week. Like this is, guys. you guys aren't ready for the second half of the show. We're splitting it up, right? Are you going to do the whole thing? Uh, that's up to you, dog. Do you? Do we have enough community responses for you? See, this is how Michael and I plan the show. We're live on the <laughs> air, and we're like, how do we want to do the second half of the episode? Mm-hmm. I'm fine to split it up, but like, have you pulled <laughs> it up yet in the drive? <laughs> Pull it up in the drive. It's two pages. Uh, <laughs> it's two pages? Yeah. Yeah, we'll split it up. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'll be for after the break. Right now, um, we wanted to come at you guys with something that I don't think we've talked about. And if we have talked about it, it's been quite a while. Um, we're gonna talk about Runelite plugins. Cause this game is literally unplayable without this client.
1: <laughs> That's not true, but like damn if it ain't close to unplayable.
0: Mobile. Like going the from- game developers of JackX have to adapt their mobile client and their their C client with plugins that third-party people have made to make this game more enjoyable. Because we we're all... It's like a drug. Runelite is like a drug. If you don't have it, you're like, can I, can I log back
1: into Runelite now? No. Runescape is the drug. Runelite is what we in the business call harm reduction, where it makes it safer to use if you're going to use
2: oh, that drug,
0: you know? Gotcha. Okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're
0: we've compiled a list of un... Orthodoxed choices
1: michael's are unorthodox mine are a little more orthodox michael's are a little more unorthodox i've I seen to... <laughs> the ones that michael has his are a little out of left field and i like them
0: they're pretty out of left field and i wanted to do that for a reason because everybody's going to say 117 uh entity hider like you guys know those right you know them you're not coming here listening to this episode for me to tell you the ones that you already have I'm going to try and find some ones that you don't have that maybe will change your life a little bit. So I know that Oxy has an extensive list of plugins, so I'm going to let him go first with his first one. (laughs) I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. This much of me knew that that command strip was not gonna hold up the entire two hours
1: and i kind of just went with it so oh my god audio only (laughs) listeners michael's roots came back just like clunk like fell right down that's great anyway here's if you guys want to
0: see the map up close anyway it's blurry um oxy hit us with the first one so i can put the fruit back up
1: Oh, good God! All right, yeah, sure I'll hit you with the first one. um, I'm gonna start off on one that I'm probably gonna get flamed for, but I don't really care. The metronome plugin just use it i i, I use it for the inferno first of all, doesn't matter what anyone says, just use the metronome plugin for the inferno, so the metronome obviously ticks at one hundred beats per second and it will tick even if all your in game sounds are turned off, like if you're a coward and don't listen to the in game music <laughs> um it will still like tick over that. It's very nice specifically for the Inferno to be able to Mm -hmm. alternate, but it also helps if you're trying to like, you know, do combat achievements in God Wars where you have to like flick prayers or things like that or not flick alternate prayers, but it does help for flicking because with flicking, you turn your prayer on and then every tick you turn it off and back on. So it's like click, didn't, didn't, didn't does not that double click every single time and it helps with that you know yeah. it helps with that kind of flicking um if that's something you want to do it will help with skilling like i was two ticking teaks for a little while and um two ticking teaks for a little while during bingo for wood cutting xp towards the very end and i turned the metronome on because like i can i can count 100 beats per minute at this point but it was just nice to like have that work, you know? Mm-hmm. So metronome is the first one I would recommend. Uh it also kind of help you tell if your world is shit because if the metronome does not go at 100 beats per minute, your world is not good. Like mm. <laughs> if it ever like skips <laughs> or goes really slow, it like hop worlds. <laughs> Just hop worlds. But that's my first. Do you want me to like pick another one or cuz I have one that's kind of related. Okay, if it's related might as well.
2: Uh, let's these in, see. In groups.
1: I, think, I think it is called... Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. The the plugin itself is called Tick Tracker. And it will pop up in the upper left-hand corner. So in the upper, upper right-hand corner, right by the logout button, I have three plugins. I have my frames per second, which I think is part of the GPU plugin, my ping which I don't know if that's a plugin or what, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a plug-in or if it's just like supposed to be there, but my ping is right now between 100 and 110 milliseconds because I'm on a UK world. And the last one I have is Tick Tracker, and it shows the percentage of good ticks on a world. Now, that translates to world stability, right? So if you go to an East Coast world where you have 30 ping, or twenty ping, but you only have seventy percent good ticks, that means even if your ping is better, right, you're still gonna have ticks that are not like registering and you're it's gonna feel like it's worse. I think my current threshold for tick tracker is like ninety one or ninety two percent. Right? You want the the ninety plus for good ticks. It was more relevant back when the worlds were, like, really bad before the Winter Summit when they did the, like, when they did the, the little server maintenance that they worked on the last couple of months. Because they mm-hmm. have done some things. Um, so I like <laughs> Tick Tracker, specifically when I'm doing high-level PVM content. But even when you're getting into raids and things like that, people are always saying the worlds feel gross because, like, the American worlds right now are rough. Or at least they were the last time I played. So really. Yeah. American Worlds. Like, I'll go from 514 with 103 ping and 98% good ticks to like an East World with 27 ping and like 78% good ticks. And it's like, dude, that's potentially one of every four ticks. That's just not registering properly. Oh wow. That's not good. It could be, you know, it could be a little bit less than that, but. That's just an example of why I think it's important to use. So that kind of along with the metronome, that's the really like tick based portion, I guess you could say of this, because when you get into the higher level, and again, even with the higher level skilling stuff, you know, you kind of want to be able to, you need to be tick perfect. And -hmm. if you need help learning what a tick is and what a tick feels like, that's okay there's plugins to help you with it i metronomed the shit out of the inferno (laughs) like i think probably 50 of my hundred and something runs were metronome and it was so helpful so so helpful but yeah so what was the the second one uh tick tracker tick tracker. okay cool Yep. so metronome, so metronome and, tick and tick tracker I i really like just having those kind of on hand my metronome is actually favorited so like as a final point before michael goes on next to every plugin is a little star if you click on the mm-hmm. star as soon as you open the plugin hub it'll pop up at the top so every single one it will pop up um and you can kind of set it to be you know whatever you want like what my favorites at the moment I just unfavorited some that I was using for recording for the the Springo trailer uh so I just unfavorited some of the ones I used for filming but my currents are GPU low detail player indicators and metronome you know those are the nice. four that I have uh and then I others have So many like-
2: favorites <laughs> Yeah, Probably so shouldn't that's, have this many.
1: <laughs> It's a little pro tip for you guys. If you're if you're constantly looking for like, you know, Chris said he has the Entity Hider plugin favorited. Like if you're constantly looking for Entity Hider, just favorite it and it'll be right there at the top. So what do you got for us, Michael? What's your first plugin? Uh, in no particular order.
0: The time tracking reminder is something that I found pretty recently. So standard light. You haven't added any plugins. There is a time tracking plugin, or I guess for the sake of this episode, I want to distinguish between what a plugin is and like something that's just a feature. So it's a light feature. You don't have to do anything to get this. Uh, you can click on the right side. It's called time tracking. And you can click for tree patches, fruit tree patches, herb patches, houses, and it'll have everything... Um, that you can normally plant or build or or things that run on a timer. And it'll show you like, for instance, if you were to go to the fruit tree one, it'll show you have Brimhaven, Catherby, Farming Goat, etc. And then it'll show you if you've planted something uh, in those patches, if it's dead, done, or uh, still growing. Um, and so that's a standard RuneLite, uh feature. Now, there's a separate plugin called Time Tracking Reminder. And this one's pretty cool because in order to see uh, everything that is either planted, not planted, grown, dead, whatever, um, you have to open that side panel and find the patch or birdhouse or whatever that you want to, to, to look at uh, and then see there. So the time, time Tracking Reminder allows you to put a little icon on the screen that just tells you that it's ready. So if you have all of your herb patches done and they're all grown and ready to be harvested, a little icon will pop up on your screen. It'll say ready. So if you're in the middle of doing other things, uh you can main you can you can keep better track of all of the hourly or daily things that you need to do. Uh and then once you complete it, that little reminder goes away. I'm very much out of sight, out of mind for a lot of things in my life. So, this helps me to have <clears throat> this helps me to have things more front of mind. So that uh, if I'm trying to remember to do herb runs, farm runs, um, fruit tree runs, birdhouses, seaweed, all that kind of stuff that you normally do on a schedule, this is helping me at least to do that more consistently. Because if there's one thing that I hate. It's having reminders on a screen if I can clear them, so like I'm the kind of person who will go through all my emails, go through all my notifications on my phone just to get them out of the way, <laughs> so even if I don't of, respond to them yeah, it's just like just get it get her done um so time tracking reminder has been helpful. I don't have any other ones that fall into that sort of category, um, but I can go to my next one since you did two uh this one is a more recent addition to Runlight as a plugin. And this may actually just be a standard feature, but it's on the list of things that you need to turn on. And that is the logout timer. And you can actually set this with a custom interval. And uh, I think standard, it's set at 10 minutes, but this can go all the way up to 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. The reason I want to bring this up is because it kind of flew under the radar. And if you have not been playing very consistently, definitely something you may have missed because yeah. Jagex didn't announce that they this, this allowed plugin, this.
1: This plugin kind of came out at the same time, like Jagex. Remember, like Outward Band, like Blue Light, and all yeah. the other like third-party clients. But in in conjunction with doing that they put all the plugins that were mostly illegal on roomlight mhm but they made them like runescape legal so yeah neverlog is what this is this is the right. neverlog plugin from blue light but they've limited it to like the cap is 25 minutes instead of ever right which i like, think is even... so so that's the neverlog plugin there's the hub party which people used to use i don't know if it was parsec they used it through whatever But you'd be able to see um, where other people were. You'd be able to see if they were avenged. You'd be able to see if they hit their specs and things like that. Now, you know, the party is whatever. And you join the hub party with your friends and you can see all that stuff anyway. You can see their inventory, their stats, everything that they had you do on Blue Light. Just marginally less cheaty. Right. -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is... That's like when that happened, but you're right. Runelite didn't really announce that it was doing that, you know? Yeah. It just sort of yeah. added them to the game. Um because Jagex was like, here you go. So it wasn't quite like swept under the rug, but it was <laughs> another big one was um oh god, it was the NPC death indicator. Yeah. Like you can before like one of the big things with blue light was when you killed an enemy the the sprite would like immediately disappear. Mm-hmm. Which And people it, saw that as like an unfair advantage. It was it's just bad it's game not really. design. Yeah. It's it's really bad game design because you couldn't like the options for the NPC were still there. Yeah. So like yeah. if the enemy was like like the like the lesser demons, how they go like <laughs> Yeah. And they put their hands in their head and then they fall over and die. Like Scotizo. The option forever. for lesser demon was still there for several seconds until after it was gone. Mm-hmm. So if you were trying to like go and pick up loot and things like that, you you had to like right-click go underneath it, which is stupid. Yeah. Like that's a that's a bad design. So they I added think, that as part of Entity Hider, where the NPC will disappear, and so will the options for it, which was also a cheat client feature. So that's actually that's a hey, bring up a great point there, Michael. All the cheat client features that aren't yeah. a cheat client anymore. <laughs> it
0: was notable for uh, for the Corrupted Gauntlet when people are trying to do speedruns or they're just trying to do it efficiently. Mm-hmm. Whenever you would kill a demi boss, it would drop the stuff on the ground, but it would take like at least two or three ticks. I say that with no knowledge of actual how long it took, but it would take a lot longer than people uh, liked for it to take uh, for you to be able to click that left, click it. You would then, you know, you'd have to hover, right click and then pick your stuff up, which if you're wanting to save time, that's a good place to save it. So yeah, definitely added those. So logout timer, whenever you set it, you can set it up to 25 minutes. That's the max it'll go. And it's, it's especially helpful for things that are more AFK. So if you're like at sand crabs, or ammonite crabs, you're not going to log out as soon as you be, you know, everything becomes unaggressive. It gives you a little bit of a wiggle room for being more AFK. What it does do is it's definitely going to inflate the play time on the account. Um, there's times where I've gotten up to use the restroom and then got a snack and then. That on still on in, and i'm yep. still
1: logged in yep i do it at work all the time <laughs> i'll log in on my computer and then somebody be like hey oxy can you come here for a second i'm like sure and i'll be up having a 20 minute conversation and i'll come back sure <laughs> enough i'm still auto retaliating against whatever i was attacking beforehand
0: yeah yeah so this won't change uh this won't change your ability to like kill things longer because you still have in most cases you still have like a 10 minute aggression, aggression timer
1: timer yeah but for Unless things that, you're
0: like me, killing
1: dark beasts during bingo, you know,
0: <laughs> right. So for things that don't become unaggressive, um, this is great. You can go for vires a lot longer. It's a very nice plugin for it vires, is for, good for especially vires. if you're
1: at work. It's a very nice plugin for vires. But yeah, yeah. that's a I, I that broad more broadly than Logout timer. All the cheat client ones people have mentioned like death animation, shift click, walk under. You mm. know, I think shift click walk is that key remapping. With the shift click rock under, let me see, key remapping. It might be. Uh, I I'm think that's 100%... just a standard thing.
2: Yeah. No. Like I mean,
1: can... shift click walk. I think it's base it's... Runescape. Is shift click walk under now a thing in base Runescape? I think it's just a base a base feature now.
0: Menu um, entry swapper. Okay. Oh, is there it really it is. menu entries? Yep, yeah. Menu saying entry that...
1: swapper. Uh, interesting. Okay. Yep. Yep. So the, yeah, the NPC items. So shift click walk here. So instead of left clicking to attack an opponent or right clicking to walk under, you can just shift walk under anything. Cool. Which is very nice.
0: I use that a lot, actually. There's lots of times, especially with like high level bossing, where uh, walking under the boss is definitely helpful. Notably for
1: me. I was going to say, even like mid level bossing, like God Wars.
0: True. uh, Grotesque Guardians is is nice when you're trying to kite um, the melee guy. Yeah. You don't have to like shift or you don't have to right click walk underneath him. But that, I mean, I feel like menu entry swapper goes without saying. But if you haven't downloaded menu entry swapper, do yourself a favor. If this, if like you don't get anything out of this episode, download menu entry swapper. There's a second one. It's called menu entry swapper extended. I don't know why it needed to be another whole plugin, but it adds even more things that you can add to menu entry swapper. So, menu entry swapper and menu entry swapper extended. Most things now, I think within base <laughs> light, you can just like shift, right click, and change. I haven't tested yeah. that out actually. Hold Super on. I'm nice. Turn off. Oh no, so you have to have menu entry swapper to, to even, it's not base light. But you want to so, know what
1: isn't light at all, which actually came up a little bit during bingo. You don't have to menu entry swap or your pets, because a lot of people will take pets places and they'll get pissed off because they'll talk to their pets mid content. That's a that's a base runescape setting. Go into your settings and search pets and there's an option to like move pet options down. Yeah. So the first option is to click walk under your pets and not talk to them. You can still talk to them and like metamorphosis them and do all that. Mm-hmm. But like you have to right click to do it. Yeah. And not me walk being under a
0: user. mobile Andy, I knew that because it's like when you're playing on mobile, oh,
1: I figured you knew it, but like, you know, all other folks out there. Sorry, I apologize. Yes.
0: All the other people who aren't me. <laughs> so logout timer, all the old cheat client stuff. Definitely good additions. Um, and need not worry, avid listener. I will put all of these in the description so you don't have to like make a mental list. Yeah. They'll just be in the description, listed out, all the ones that we talk about.
1: So yeah. need not worry. Oxy, what do you got? I've got arguably the greatest utility plugin I've ever found. Bank tag layouts. So I'm going to oh, send hell you yeah. I'm going to send you two screenshots. I'm going to send them to the recording chat and then I'm going to send them to you. So the first is what bank tags do. So this is my Bandos bank tag that should be on screen right now, right? This is what my Bandos bank tag looks like because I don't use it too, too often. Bank tag layouts allow you to move things around. So your inventory and your bank can be organized exactly how you want it with your gear layouts and all that. It allows you to duplicate items. So if you like fill your inventory full of, you know, brews or crombons or what have you to allow you to do that next screenshot is my my melee DPS at Tob. This is what this looks like, mm-hmm. right? This is the bank tag layout difference. See how yeah. on the left-hand side, it's all the gear I take to Tob. On the right-hand side, it's all the gear I equip before I go in. On the bottom are some other various things, like the, the Gothic's Rest and the Brew are kind of what I fill in from my pre-pot. And then, you know, the Torva and the Tebow or you know... Items that I have placeholders for that are tagged for top, but no longer own, you know, stuff like that. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's it's a very helpful plugin that I have for honest to God, probably like 80% of my tags. And I have like 70 bank tabs Mm -hmm. of like of like tags that I have. And I I use it for everything. And I really mean like herbivore. I got a, I got a bank layout. Yep. You know, like, uh, Barbarian Fishing? I don't think... I think I have the layout for Barbarian Fishing, but I think it's just my, like, gear and stuff like that. You know, it really can be used for... I have one for Barbarian Fishing, sure enough, and it doesn't even take me <laughs> I've got one for VM, you know? I've got one got for, to. like, all my Iron Man, things like that. Like, I've got all sorts of cool stuff, and all you have to do is when you have this plugin turned on, you go to your tab, so, like, let's say you have a Chambers tab or a Zalra tab, you right-click and you hit Enable Layout, right? Right Right-click, Enable Layout. It will take all those little, like, if you look at in the first screenshot, how all those lines separate the tabs, Mm -hmm. it'll remove all those, and you'll be able to drag them wherever. This is independent of where the items are in your bank. So So this does not, it's not like how in the normal bank tags, where if you move it in the bank tag, it completely where everything is in your bank right mm-hmm. it will like move okay. it all around it will give you customizable it, exactly customizable it's completely independent if you have something tagged that you don't own it will show up as like a white barrier so let me actually go and send another screenshot here real quick i got a hundred percent host favor yeah, yeah 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 i'm going to tap farm. Let me see here. So, Here is a tag that I have from Immortal, right? I'm going to send this tag over. This is the hard mode Tob North freeze tag that he sent me a little while ago. I don't have some of those items and you see the ones that I don't have, or I don't have placeholders for have this little white barrier around them. So even if someone sends you something for items, you don't have scythe, infernal cape, what have you, um, They'll still be there because you can import tags from other people. You can copy and send them to other people. So nice. I have this layout here, even though I don't have like I don't have a max cape. I don't have kitted ancestral. Like it's very, very helpful. It's huge, huge, huge quality of life yeah. for for PVMing, skilling, what have you. This one goes along
0: with the bank tabs. This is like bank tab layout.
1: Yeah. So, so there's there's bank tag sorry, bank and tags. there's bank tag layout. There's two. Yes. I think bank you need tag both
2: is plugins.
1: Yeah, I think bank tag is vanilla runelight and then bank oh. tag layout you have to download from a plugin hub. Yeah. I think. Not 100 percent sure. If true.
0: not, search in your settings for bank tags. Because mm-hmm. if if uh if you're just coming back to the game, you're picking up RuneLight, at the top of your bank, you can have different tabs where you have your skilling tab, you have your, your loot tab, your melee gear, all that. You have all the tabs at the top. But now you can have some on the side that are boss-specific. And gear can go, you know, you can access gear. And pause while, just a quick pause aside, I don't know why this isn't vanilla. Like, I don't know why they haven't made this part of your bank interface. It's such a quality of life that I think the The tab system is very outdated, having yep. an item in one place and one place only.
1: Remember how you said earlier that the game is unplayable without Runelight? Yeah. And I said, no, that's not true. This game is un-fucking-playable without bank tags. I, I completely agree. My, it's, yeah. it's the biggest reason I have not switched over to HDOS is because all 80 bank tags that I've made, which transfer <laughs> everywhere, by the way, all you got to do is sign into RuneLight on a different computer. If yeah. you're signed into RuneLight and the bank tags you have on your PC will go to your laptop or will go to your work computer or will go to whatever. Right. Yeah. Your bank tags will carry over. Unlike when you go to mobile and you've killed Zara a thousand times and you don't know what to wear to Zara. Right. You like, forget. You don't wear any- exactly. You, don't <laughs> you don't have wear to go, to, go to the wiki. <laughs> you know, like it's it's things like that. Bank tags. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. Without RuneLight, this game is unplayable. I take back what I said earlier. Absolutely. Specifically because of bank tags.
0: Yeah. So with this, you have to have the bank tags. And okay, so without spending too much more time on this one, because we have a lot to go, the best way that I found to be able to um, add things to a a bank tag is get everything out, wear everything you want to wear, and then simply right click on the deposit inventory button and say tag inventory Mm -hmm. type out what you want to call it and then go to right click on the worn equipment button deposit worn equipment do the same thing and then in the top left of your bank you're going to say create tag or create little you know create a layout or whatever and then just name it the same thing and everything will be there it's very very simple. There's people who recommend, like, clicking and dragging or right-click and tagging things individually. Don't do that. Don't waste your time. Just put everything in your inventory as you would want it. Wear everything you want to wear to that boss. Right-click, type it out. Easy peasy. Once I learned that, I actually started making way more uh, bank tags because before it was, like, very tedious, in my opinion. Um, So, good one. I wasn't going to say that because I thought it was, like,
1: kind of more well-known, but I think you're right. Bank Uh, bank tags is well-known, but the layout... The layout version. I I saw people using it at first. I'm like, dude, this is cheat client shit. I'm not going to download this. (laughs) And it is not cheat client shit. It is perfectly, perfectly allowed. I should have said this at the top because I thought about it, but honestly,
0: a lot of people are worried about the the plugin hub. That, you know, you can give you viruses, you can get banned. Everything everything in the runlight plugin hub is approved they have basically they have like a vetting process where they go through and they just look and see if it's going to be a cheaty or not or if it's going to break the rules and if it does your your plugin doesn't get approved so if it's not in the hub you know sorry but like if it's in the hub uh it's approved you're good to go. Yeah. You're good to use it. You're not going to get banned for it.
1: That said, I think if you go back and listen to the episode we did with Ferraric, it's not about their legality. It's more about their um, stability. So like oh. some of the clients, um, some of the plugins that you might use aren't illegal, but they might not, like Roomlight might not run as well if you download them, mm. which is tougher for computers that like don't have as high specs or you don't have good internet. So like, yeah that those are things to be cautious of like 117 sets my laptop on fire <laughs> so like that's not like i can't use 117 yeah. when i'm i'm going to turn 117 on now actually while i'm just here mining at MLM might as well look at that that's so fancy you're mining right now yeah i finished my mm-hmm. slayer task and i'm just mining cuz that's going to be my afk skill for a while cuz i got to get base 90s eventually so you know I have probably 20 more weeks of podcasting. i just AFKing for a couple of hours to yeah. like get to 90 mining. I need a spade, seed dipper, I'm going to do Tithe
0: Farm while recording. That's gross. I know, but, right? Yeah. All right. So my next one, and this is a kind of a silly one, but I wanted to, again, my list is, is going to be kind of silly. Um, there's a plugin called World Country Flags. I don't know if you have this one downloaded, Oxy, but... It's kind of neat um, within your friends list, it adds the flag to the world right next like it adds a, a little flag icon right next to the world in your friends list and in the clan. so you can tell, hey, you're on world you know five one four that's a British world without having to go through the world select options and figure out what country region or what server location your uh your friends worlds are. So like if you're like, hey, I hop to my world, it's a good one. You're like, no dude, that's a British world. We can't do top on a British world. That's an example. Um world country flags. It's very simple. Uh but I found it one day and I was like that's helpful. And now I have it on and it would kind of
1: feel feel weird to turn it off. So there's a lot of different options. I've never I've never seen this before. It feels weird to turn on but you get used to it and you kind of rely on it
0: in in some instances. I like it world country flags it's not bad i
1: don't i don't don't hate it
0: yeah so um another one that's kind of small but in you know and insignificant but it adds a little bit of visual uh i don't know visual flavor to your to your game is the custom cursor so back in the day there's always a meme now at least that uh you know you wanted to get the rune scimitar for your computer cursor oh, but it dragon ended up scimitar. giving you a virus. What?
1: Prune scimitar. What?
0: Sorry, the dragon scimitar. It was the dragon scimitar or the dragon dagger. Dog? The I'm dragon sure scimitar. The coolest one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the dragon scimitar, dragon dagger, god sword, all those fun ones. But it would give you a virus on your computer. Um not anymore. With the custom cursor plugin, you can actually get all of them and switch between them whenever you want. I right now, I'm rocking the DDS poison plus plus, and it's actually kind of fantastic because it has like the very tip of the dagger is where you're pointing, and I know I i feel like I can click more uh more accurately with the dragon dagger <laughs> cursor. Dude, and, you can, and
1: you can do custom images. Hold
3: the. Oh, phone. you can. How do
0: you oh. put a
1: custom image? I'm to surprised this we haven't
0: seen the beefaroni cheese dog uh, as as the cursor.
1: God, speaking but, of old memes, but yeah, so that's a fun one. <laughs>
0: Uh the last one that is kind of like a visual uh flavor is the unregistered Hypercam 2 plugin. I have this turned on and I forget it's there, but it's a little nostalgia for all you people who watched YouTube back in the day or tried to do content creation and unregistered Hypercam 2 was the go-to like way that you could record your screen before OBS and in different like professional level recording software came out. Um it just adds the 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 watermark onto your onto your game so if you if you see any of any of my screenshots in in like the awesome drops or levels and achievements, it's pretty much always gonna have the unregistered hypercam two little watermark in the top left those are the those are my fun little visual flavors that that I think everybody should have. Custom
1: cursor is a new one for me, but i'm I'm freaking loving it. Do you have another one? I do, yeah. Speaking of custom, it's called customizable XP drops. Yeah, customizable XP drops. So it pretty much lets you change the font and position of where your XP drops pop up. So if you don't want them to pop up in the top right, you can make them pop up above your head somewhere else. You can make them scroll side to side or down or up to down instead of down to up. You can change the color of the XP. Um, because you know how on RuneLight, if you're like attacking with the correct prayer, it will turn light blue. You can yeah. change that whatever color you want. You can change the font, like a custom font. Like I have mine set to the Runescape font. If I turn customizable XP drops off. Um I haven't actually seen what it looks like in a while. Oh yeah, it looks it looks almost the same, but not quite. You know? Mm. So why I like this plugin so much though is at the very bottom, or towards the very bottom. There's an option called Show Predicted Hit. Wow. So it will use the, it will calculate the XP you earned in combat and it will show, it'll show what the predicted hit is. If you've been playing RuneScape for long enough, you know that for most pieces of combat content in the game, the XP you earn divided by four is what you hit. So if you mm-hmm. earn four attack XP, you hit one, right? If you earn 20, you've hit, what, five? I don't know how math works. Yeah.
2: Well, that kind of scales
1: depending on depending on what content you're doing because like some content gives boosted XP. Like Zebek, you'll get like, if you hit 100, you'll get like 1300 XP or some crazy shit like that because of the boosted experience rates. Mm -hmm. But it will show what the predicted hit is and you can actually do an XP multiplier. So when TOA first came out with all the multiplied XP, the predicted hits, particularly at Zebek, would be like 250. And oh, you wow. just hit like a 70 or something crazy like that. Um, and then during leagues, you'll get so much XP, it'll think you hit like 50,000. But you can multiply the XP for specifically leagues to be like, all right, I have a 16 times skill multiplier. Uh-huh. And then it will take whatever it is, multiply it by 16, then divide it by the right. Amount so you'll yeah. get an accurate hit even with such high XP. So I like that one quite a bit. Um, and then you can change the icon from like hit splat to whatever the skill is, you know. So, can't you do sounds
0: too? No, no, oh no, it's just like you're thinking of custom names.
1: hit sounds from Ferraric. you're thinking oh. of Ferraric's hit sound plugin.
0: Gotcha, that's a fun which one, which is pretty I neat. But I've,
1: I've never used it, but it's pretty. It's a pretty cool concept. Um, so yeah, customizable XP drops. I love the predict hit game changer. Love does it that. help you in your like, like does it have a, a real
0: world application or is it just nice to have?
1: I don't know what you mean by real world application. Well, like
0: does it actually improve gameplay in the sense that knowing what you're about to hit will help you become a better player?
1: It makes it more convenient. Because, like, there are ways to know. I don't play. The one thing I don't do with high-level PVM is I hate grouping XP drops. Mm-hmm. I hate grouping them together. So they're all separate. So if I'm defensive casting, it's giving me magic, defense, and HP all separate. I just don't like grouping them together. But you'll know, after doing content for so long, what XP drops translate to one-shot kills. Gotcha. We'll use Nilo room as an example. Eventually, you'll learn that 90 XP or whatever it is, 90 grouped XP is a one bang on a small Nilo, as an example. Or like 170 grouped XP or, you know, 90 mage and 60 hit points, whatever it is, is all three nibblers killed in the Inferno, right? The predicted hit just makes that a little bit more convenient. right? So if you're, you know, chaining all three nibblers in the Inferno and you hit a 29 sometimes you'll kill them all, sometimes you won't, because sometimes it is kind of off, right? It's not always entirely accurate, mm-hmm. but it's only inaccurate by like one or two points of damage. Not even two. It's like sometimes you'll hit a 31 on a monster that only has 30 hit points. Sometimes you'll hit a 29 and still kill it. So sometimes it's not accurate, but it's only plus or minus one. Yeah. Yeah. And it really doesn't, ch- it's only marginally annoying. And it only happens with higher numbers, too. So, like, if you're at an ILO room and you're in a four man, it's not going to say you hit a nine and you actually only hit an eight. It'll, the lower numbers it does a lot better with. But when you mm-hmm. get to, like, the Tebow and shit, and you're hitting 71s instead of the predicted 70s, like, you know, that's just the problem I found. Or, like, barrages. It won't always give accurate predictions for barraging enemies. But barraging is also ridiculous because it will group all of them together. So if you're barraging like eight necreals, it'll say you hit like 240 across all the different ones you barrage. So like it's a little inaccurate in situations like that. But yeah, convenience wise, I like it. It's big QOL because it does help me because if you know. If I know I'm hitting a nine without having to do the math, I can save myself half a second, just go on to the next thing I have True. to do. True. Yeah, just go back and forth more quickly and more fluidly. Because you um, know
0: it there's a little I don't know if this is base rune light or not, but there is a there is like a little uh, and this might be a base game, but there's a little health bar indicator that's at the top of the screen that shows how much health your opponent has left, or your boss you're killing, or the, the NPC or whatever.
1: But I don't so, think that changes until the hit actually... So, like, when you're in combat, like, let's use magic as an example. If I'm casting something with a saying staff, the hit is going to be calculated before it reaches them. Mm-hmm. So the XP drop is going to determine the hit, but the health bar isn't going to change until it hits them. Gotcha. Yeah. So if you're nine tiles away from an opponent, you have a tick or two before it gets there. But if I know I'm hitting a ten from nine tiles away, I can turn and hit the next thing from nine yes. tiles away. Yeah. Instead that of waiting sense. to see yeah. if the hit's confirmed. Right. So. Yeah, that makes sense. It's why you can phantom barrage, which is an inferno strap. Ooh. Yeah. Customizable XP drops. Good. I
0: had that one turned on, but I don't think I don't think I've ever done anything with it. I, I had
1: it on during leagues. You got to play with it because when you first turn it on it's weird. It's very confusing. It's yeah. fucking weird cuz like it's in a strange spot, they're moving differently. You got to really take some time to like finagle with it to get it how you want. Mm-hmm. But once you get it it's pretty nice. Nice. On the topic of XP,
0: like there's one it's called I I it comes turned on normally, but it's like a um, level up orbs or XP orbs. Mm-hmm. I turned that off a long time ago, and I don't know who. I feel like it might have been like uh, Eviescape or something. XP Globes, thank you, Tiki. I think it was Eviescape, but some content creator was like, "Turn that off," because you're just going to be looking at it the whole
1: time. I think that um, was Jimmy made it comment. Was it like Jimmy that one time? Oh, gotcha. yeah, okay, because I remember that. I remember that video you're talking about. It's like you're looking at a clock in school, just like waiting yeah. for it to. Just like waiting for it to hit to the go.
0: next the next hour, or you know how much XP you have left. Like just play the game, and I found a, a that's quite enjoyable. Um, since I've turned that off, um, especially in the later the later levels when that doesn't move very often. Maybe in the in the early game when you know you're getting level up after level up, that might be fun. But for me, I found it. I turned it off. Um, so. That was just a little aside if if you want to find a plugin that you should just turn off, maybe do that one, but my next one on the on the topic of leveling up um, once you become a maxed player or you've reached level ninety nine the dopamine slows down. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for any of you guys. The XP going up is not as exciting as seeing number go up and you know, seeing those those level up messages. So virtual level ups are where I get my dopamine and um you can turn on Nerd. virtual level ups. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> I'm just trying to help the people out, man. So every so every like couple million XP, you'll get a random like level up. Like right now I am I'm not on my main account. I'm like one hundred and five or one hundred and six cooking. And, you know, every couple million XP, it goes, oh, you're 107 cooking. I'm like, yeah. So there's just like, there's a little bit of a a dopamine that gets put back into your runescape playing once you are maxed, you're level 99, and you're actively training it post-99, rather. For me, it was was not as fun just to see, oh, I got the XP that I wanted. Now you get to see the actual levels. So um, take that with a grain of salt because it's not going to be very often. No, don't die, Golanova fruit. Don't die. I can't do the Typhon while we're
1: recording this. this I is... was waiting for you to figure that out, but, you know. Well, I can do, t- for,
0: I can do 16, but I can't do 20. I know my limits. Um. <laughs> uh, Virtual level ups, that's the one I just said. It was great. I like it. Um. Past 99, or, like, if you don't have any 99s, it's not going to mean much to you, because you're not going to see anything and if you're not actively training past 99 you're not going to see anything so turn it on for the day that it happens one that you will use since that one's pretty quick i'll go to my next one one that you will use a lot and will bring joy hopefully i mentioned this in the xp waste chat in our discord but uh chin Chimbampa it uh it's a it's a fun little quirky plug-in that i hope somebody either expands or makes customizable but chinchampa turns your cannonballs into chinchampas so instead of shooting cannonballs out of your cannon you shoot black chinchampas and they they actually have the exploding animation when they hit the target so it's like you're shooting chins out of a cannon but it's just oh.
1: Stupid. they're real cannibals <laughs> so stupid so stupid.
0: It's so stupid but it it makes me smile and there's not a lot of like pure things joy make you m-
1: smile at a escape, or- <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> to put it plainly there's not a
0: lot of like pure joy moments left in this game for me um like yeah but it's the little things like
2: yeah
0: just the little things um so chimbampa I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Chinbampa, it's it'll be in the description, but it's C H I N B O M P A. Highly recommend. I don't know how I found it, but I did, and I'm glad I did. Do you have another one?
1: I do. I have a small series of rapid fire PVO ones. Okay. So first and foremost, especially for all you folks like. Just getting into the mid game, who are going for diary steps and things like that, it's gonna sound obvious, but it's not a vanilla plugin. Zolra helper, mm, yep. Unlike Hunlith helper, which is a crutch, Zolra helper can help you visualize what's next. Mm-hmm. Because, unlike Hunlith, which is like you just gotta be good mechanically to like not step on the floor and not step on tornadoes, which does take practice and isn't easy at first. Zalra is about memorizing where to go next, but there's four potential patterns, a.k.a. massive pain in the dick. Mm -hmm. So I remember years ago when I got my first Zalra kill, it was right around the time Jagex was like, hey, Zalra plugins are illegal. Don't use those. Because back in the day, there used to be Zalra plugins that would show you where to stand, what to pray, and what to attack with, which very quickly became cheaty as hell. Mm-hmm. So when I found out about this, after like you know people like escape and immortal were like, "Dude, download the Zalra Helper." I'm like, "No, I'm gonna get banned." Like, you're not gonna get banned. It's just you know, it's just a thing that you can. It's an overlay that shows where it is, and it only shows up in Zalandra. It's a setting, so Zalra Helper. You can turn prayer icons, attack icons, uh, and you can change the orientation of Zalra's island, but it shows up in your sidebar. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically, there's nothing actually on screen. Nothing is on screen. It's on your sidebar. And what you can do is when Zalra rotates to its next phase, you'll click what the first option is, and then it will give you a chain of things to do from there. So it only becomes complicated when it goes range melee mage depending on where the next ranger pops up in the fourth rotation um you'll or the fourth phase you'll be able to figure out which rotation it's in If that sounds confusing you've probably never done Solera before download the plugin and I will it will make a whole lot of sense cuz it really yeah. is helpful it was helpful for me because I really didn't like having to like look over at the next screen and hope I had the right one cuz like right. you, you like pull up the images and shit and like I found that very complicated, but Zora Helper kind of streamlines it and shows only the one that's active right now. Yeah, um, which is good. I, I didn't. I definitely didn't hate that as a learner. I've yeah. got three raid ones, technically um, four, but I'm going to lump two of them together. So first things first, raid data tracker. Raid data tracker. It's a little mute dial thing that pops up in your sidebar, and for chambers and Tob, it will show as soon as you download the raid data tracker. It will show how many points you have earned personally, and how many total points you have earned. It will show how many purples you have seen in your name, how many purples you've seen total, what they are, when they've been seen. It'll show all of your regular drops. It will show all of your PBs. And at the very bottom, steroids, it really is, but it's only for raids. And it will show all of the other drops that you've seen or received, um and whether or not they were FFA and how much the splits were worth. So you'll man like recently uh, I saw uh, ancestral legs with fear and it automatically input how many people were in the raid. So it said FFA question mark. I didn't check off FFA 22 or 27.6 mil per person. And then it updated my total earned from chambers and my split GP. So I, it helped with that. For TOB, it will tell you the amount of MVPs you've earned. It will tell you the amount of you know purples that you've seen, kills you've logged, best times, and then overall loot that you've received for purples and things like that. Raid data tracker, really helpful if you're doing raids in the long run. Only downside, there is no TOA, mm-hmm. which I really want them to update because I think a TOA tracker would be really helpful especially because like now we can track points in toa just like we did so we can for chambers um which i believe is part of the toa qol um i don't know but so that is very nice great data tracker the next one i have for raids i guess the toa qol kind of lumps in tob quality of life and toa quality of life i was originally just going to say tob because i forgot the one for tombs but Mm -hmm. the Top quality of life gives little things for every single room. So like maiden shows the amount of health that crabs have. Bloat. I think there's now an option to hide the damn the chains chain. at the top. Yeah, you can I think. Hide ceiling chains, yeah. Which was illegal as hell. Uh whenever <laughs> when when that was on uh cheat client for um what's it called? For Zarpus. Well, not Zarpus. So to say, you can change what the balls look like. So instead of tiny little red and black balls, you can change them to the Inferno range and mage settings.
2: Oh.
1: Um, which, I don't know if they fixed that, because they were doing that for a while, and if you had it turned on, it was, like, not accurately registering when the, the big red ball would attack you, which huh. sucks for Tick Eats. I don't right. know if they fixed that or not, but if they did, it's fun. Verzik, you can see the health. Most importantly... For Zarpus, um the screech you can change to a sheesh. So every time Zarpus hits like 30 something <laughs> percent HP, it'll go sheesh to run <laughs> in the middle. Um you can also do like time tracking and things like that. You can, you know, it'll give you a loot reminder to like check your chest before you go in. Because nice. if you don't see a purple, you normally just run out. The Tombs of a Masket one is cracked. There is so much tombs of a oh, god, where is it? Is it is it called Tombs of a masket Or TOA. i think it's just called two i think it's just called t o a um there is a shit ton of things the the plugin is called tombs of a the Masket mm-hmm. there's a monkey wave helper which shows what is coming up there's a target time so like the timer at the top left it'll be like over the time which is forty thirty five minutes whatever it mm-hmm. is um all the rooms are quick proceed um
0: i find this I'll one just... to be a little cheaty When it comes to the puzzle,
1: the 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 scarabist puzzle is cheesy as hell. Yeah, because that was that really was like, you know, when it first came out, people were calling it cheat client because like it would light up the the fucking scarabist puzzles. Yeah, it was. It's kind of fun. It's very helpful if you're trying to do them fast. Right. If you're not, if you're taking the fun
0: out of the puzzle, like if you're taking the fun out of the only fun in the actual raid, yes, use it.
1: I don't think the puzzle is the only fun part of the raid. I think it's I very think it, fun. I think it was fun when it first came out. I think when you're busting your balls trying to get purples for bingo, I don't give a shit about the Scarabus puzzle. <laughs> i got to go fast. Um, Path of Het, it'll swap. So the Path of Het's cool. The pickaxe is an annoying feature that you can take your pickaxe with you. With the Tombs of a plug plugin, it won't let you go to the next room. If you have a pickaxe in your inventory oh wow and it will swap the object it will menu entry swap the pickaxe thing to take and deposit automatically um and then you can like track points and things so that's super cool so those are two quality of life plugins for the raids that are super nice there's other stuff for chambers too i'm blanking on what they are they might just be i feel like i have like five chambers ones <laughs> there's like the like cocks. crabs it's like the the thieving the vanguards the timers like there's all sorts of shit for chambers look into it because i don't care about chambers (laughs) and then the last ones that i find fun for raids are the mistake tracker so tob and toa mistake tracker the toa mistake tracker is eh, i don't think it's super funny the only one that i really like from the toa is uh Jug's looking a little light there, Michael. Uh, when you're at the <laughs> Zebek puzzle room, you don't bring yeah. back a full jug. Oh. <laughs> you know, oh, my jug's feeling a little light. Jug's looking a little light. It's the only one I really oh, find funny. Fun. Um, T.O.B. funny as hell. You I'm know, planking. You, I'm planking. I'm drowning in Maiden's blood. You know, I'm Gross. stunned. Things like that. You get bounced by Verzik. It just says bye. You know, bye. things like that. It's, it's just fun, stupid shit like that. That yeah. kind of makes it, you know. It adds a little bit of fun to an otherwise stressful encounter that if you're not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um we always hit him with the oo whoopsie I'm drowning in maiden's blood. Oh my gosh. No this, which is it's terrible, yeah. No. But you know. <laughs> no. <laughs> we want them to add a not the bees when you get not flied at bees. when you get flyed at bloat. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, it's it's pretty good to add. To the mistake trackers. Don't download the mistake tracker specifically for top. If you're learning top, because you want to talk about a demotivating plugin, the mistake <laughs> tracker is, if you are learning the content, not <laughs> worth it. If you're comfortable with the content mistake trackers, funny as hell. Absolutely. Yeah. It is worth it. Yeah. Those ones are, I, I like the raids ones,
0: except for the cheat client one with the, with the toa one but i don't know to me it but seems... again it's not
1: cheating it's not cheating it's just not forever, cheating it's not right. cheating
0: it just feels cheaty um to me like the one that i really want to try out uh is the one for het where in in forgive me if this also sounds cheaty in me in, in being a bit hypocritical but under his feet when you t- when you have him tagged uh it'll change red, green, or blue, depending on what tack style he is using. So instead of having to look, or sorry, what a style you need to use. So instead of having to look at his head, his overhead prayers, and not like, okay, I don't see the the sword, so I have to attack with melee. You basically just look at what color is underneath his feet. There may be a different plugin. Um, Tiki was saying this is radius markers, but Essentially it's it's it makes it to where it's a little more brain dead, where you can just attack Akka uh instead of having to look at his overheads to know which style you're using. And there's a isn't okay, I haven't done super high level invos, but feeling special, is that the one where instead of on a rotation, he'll just randomly switch? No, that's stay vigilant. Okay, stay vigilant. That's especially helpful for stay vigilant. I
1: have a really, really nasty, really elitist comment that I want to keep to myself. Okay, I don't think it's, I don't think it's I, whatever worth it. you want to do. <laughs> if
0: you want to say it, I mean, this is not a that's, safe space. You'll get flamed.
1: That's that's inventory tagger behavior right there, Michael. Oh my god! Look dude. at the prayer. It's there's only three options: if it's melee look and at range, attack with magic. Look at his sure. overhead prayers. That's yeah, but inventory like, tagger behavior, absolutely unacceptable. <laughs> come on now, it is
0: the same <laughs> order, right? But like I'm saying i had the caveat right if you if you just want to be a little more brain dead then you can do that (laughs) it gives you the ability to do that so i know use your brain um and you don't have to have silly plugins but that's why i think that's why i think the puzzle room doesn't need a plugin you it's literally memory games the whole time
1: different memory the entire time it's yeah sure. If rotate like, rotated attack styles randomly every four ticks, yeah, it's a super helpful thing <clears throat> to have. But like, just use your brain same every time, man. Just use your brain and do the memory stuff. Speaking of inventory tags, just to call out the elephant in the room, I think they're gross. I think they clog up the screen and they are not good. However, there is one beneficial use for inventory tags: tag your Guthins. Oh. Tag your Guffins with a disgusting so highlight you, color, like a neon you know you're green it. or a bright yellow, so you know you're wearing it. Because the amount of times I tell you, I was at God Wars Dungeon, and you're attacking you the healing. minions thinking you're healing, and you got a Bandos tacits on the whole time, Yeah, you don't get the set effect, it's annoying as hell. Tag your Guffins, otherwise, bin the plug-in. Eh, that's my opinion. I find it, helpful. I'm, I find like, it helpful. <laughs> I, I'm a little elitist about it, I know, but I'm it, not an invent tanker. If for learning content
0: that you're unaware or like you're you're not comfortable with gear switching, it can definitely be something that you graduate from. Um, You can make them super minimal. You can add it to where there's just lines underneath. Like, yeah, sometimes it gets obnoxious just seeing a bunch of green, red, and blue in your inventory, but... For learning content, I think it can be as helpful as something as like the Zolra helper, just learning visually uh and taking that aspect aspect out of the kind of sort of like the the I don't want to call it like anyway, it takes the it takes a part of learning PVM out so that you can focus on the more important thing. And it can help with scaling. You need to tag certain things in your inventory that you're using. Um, You could tag a bunch of stuff. So, my next one kind of goes along with that. But instead of inventory tagging, you're tagging screen. So, screen marker. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize that that's a built in thing and it has been since the days of like OS Buddy. But screen markers, game changer when it comes to repetitive tasks. If you're doing any sort of skilling and You're bank standing or you're doing repetitive tasks like smithing, and you're going to click on the same part of the screen every single time. Throw up a screen marker, and it's going to, this is, it's on that same sort of vein where it just takes like the mental blocker and gives you something to where you know you're going to click in this spot. So just put a little square there. a 100% of my skilling that I did on the computer when I was going for maxing is done with screen markers. I still use screen markers when I'm cooking just because like the difference between where to click for your bank and where to click on the range can be like hair thin and it can save you so much time just knowing the minimal distance that you have to click in order to uh, to like withdraw, um, you know, cook things. Anyway, screen markers are great. It's not a plugin that you have to download. It's on the, the right side panel. If you scroll down a little bit. It's uh, like the two little squares just below the loot tracker. So screen markers are great. That's a little um, a little addition to the ones. I didn't have that written down. My ones that I had written down, um, this one's small, pretty insignificant, but it can be a nice quality of life. Um, clan member sort button. Why this isn't part of the actual clan interface, I don't know. And I didn't even realize I had it turned on. But um, the legacy sorting, I have no idea what it is. But if you add the clan member sort button to your runelight, you can either sort by rank, name, or world. And so I have it sorted by name. So if I want to find somebody, literally it's just alphabetized now. Again, I don't know how it is normally, because I've had this on since they added it. but Mm -hmm. it can be definitely helpful when you're trying to find a clan member um, and it's not just like randomized. You can do it by rank too. So if you need to find a mod or an admin, you can do that quickly. Or if you know, hey, everybody's going to this world for a 99 party, you can just sort by world and see where everybody's at.
1: Yeah. Pretty simple.
0: Um, Yeah. I've got two more. And so I'm going to do these really quick and then we'll let Oxy do his last ones and then we'll go to break because this is going to be a long episode. (laughs) Yeah, good Lord. (laughs) So uh, tile markers are something that a lot of people already know about. Um, it's been talked about with, uh, with like the base game, trying to add that to mobile. Tile markers are pretty, pretty prevalent. If you haven't downloaded the tile markers plugin, it may already be on your rune light, it's been so long, but essentially it gives you the ability to shift, right click, and mark a tile. That tile will stay on the map, no matter where you go if you teleport away it'll always be there it can help with safe spots things like that improved tile markers is the plugin that i wanted to highlight and it just makes the uh it just makes the tile markers feature a little bit more customizable so you can have it to where if you're if you mark a tile I'm going to mark this tile real quick you can make it to where your character will kind of stand over the tile instead of the tile clipping through your character model which I find to be a lot more visually appealing than the standard way that you're just like now you see this line going through your leg Ugh. so it uh, it's called draw overlays below player I love that um, I have a custom destination tile set up you can have it to where there's one from RS3 I think that's the only option actually. Um, you can have the RS three destination tile. I like that; it's, just, it's like a, a a gold ring that disappears once you get to where you're going. And then N- NPC indicators. Um, it'll also do the thing where it draws the overlay both below them, and it doesn't clip through them. Very, very, very nice. Um, I like I like it to be a little more visually appe- appealing. Whereas I feel I feel like the tile markers plugin is just kind of it's useful but it was hastily done. The improved tile markers plugin makes it to where it's a little more clean. And then the last one is um, player indicators. I mentioned this one only because of an update. So normally I wouldn't think, you know, player indicators are nice, but it's kind of cumbersome to use. Well, the main one that a lot of people use player indicator for is to highlight other players. So default, it has other players set to red. Now, where is this useful? In the wilderness. And that's, <laughs> I feel like, for me, a lot, of, I, I use player indicators for my friends, clan members, for, um, uh, pe- like, if they have a friend's chat. But essentially, the one that is most useful is uh, other players who are not in your clan or not in your friend for when you're in the wilderness. Because their name will show up on the mini-map, and it'll show up above their head, and it's red. So it's like, Puts you in a kind of a flight or flight. The reason I bring this up now is because they updated it. It used to be that when you turned on player indicators, it was just always on. Now they updated it to where you can either enable it always, or you can enable it for PvP. So for me, I have other players highlighted in PvP situations. So if I if I hop to a PvP world or I set foot in the wilderness, instantly. Other players are going to be highlighted and it turns off if you exit the wilderness. It's Great. Makes that plug-in a lot more usable um, because otherwise if you forget to turn it off and you go to the GE, you're seeing nothing but red. And it was very, very, very annoying. So, the player as indicators an, turn it off. As an PvP.
1: avid wilderness goer, eventually you don't notice it, but at first it is very jarring. Yeah, it's pretty jarring. Especially if you if you don't go to the wilderness very often, it's very jarring to go back to the to the GE or like somewhere that's very commonly attended yeah you know? yeah right.
0: um you can leave it on like you, you you can get used to it but i just find it it's one of those things where it clutters up the screen and um yeah. i would rather if you, if you ever don't notice HUD. it
1: if you ever don't notice it and then turn it off you're like oh my god i forgot what this game looks like you know it's it's yes yeah. nice, well
0: you definitely don't want to get too desensitized because that's the whole point is like you want your eyes to be able to dart to the mini-map or dart to the to the area on the screen that the person who's trying to potentially kill you is on. Mm-hmm. So having it show up on the minimap, if you're just like willy-nilly seeing that all the time, um, it can be very much where you just get used to it and then the plugin's not doing anything for you. Mm-hmm. So
1: definitely having it enabled just in PvP situations can be helpful. I didn't even know it was an update, so that's super cool. Yeah. but. Yeah, I've got I've got two more. Then we're gonna send these folks to break. Let's Sound good? It. Yeah, uh, they're a d- dead ass. Just rapid fire. Number one, thrall timer. Pop something up on the screen. It blinks. It's annoying as shit, and it says you need to summon a thrall. <laughs> and it's just it it's it's helpful. The last one for all of y'all out there who are learning the content. Inferno stats. It'll show every wave. It'll show the splits in like a side panel and then it will allow you, like, if you die, right, it will pull up a link that you can click on. You can you can open up a, a web page that will have, like, a, an Inferno simulator where you can run through the wave that you died on, huh. and everything will spawn in the exact same spots, and if you hit play, it will move tick by tick Whoa. where they go, and you can reposition your character to see where things move. The controls on the website are a bit clunky, but it is helpful if you like either don't have a coach or you want to talk to someone. Like, let's say you like do a run by yourself and you like are talking to someone who did the Inferno later. Mm-hmm. You can pull up that link and be like, Hey, this is what happened. How do I fix this? Or how do I do this better next time? Right? So Inferno stats, Unlike Tob Mistake Tracker is not meant to be demotivating, Inferno Stats is a learning tool that I really enjoyed. Again, once you get to attempt a hundred, it's kind of irritating, mm-hmm. but it is overall a pretty efficient tool. So those are the last two little PVM ones that I have. So Thrall Timer and Inferno Stats. There are a lot more that Michael and I can talk about. However, we've been recording for one hour and 51 minutes. One hour and 52 minutes here in a few seconds. And we don't want to keep you guys here forever. Though I'm sure some of you guys would like to be here for a while because (laughs) we have not been here in a while. But Michael, I think it's time we send these lovely folks to break.
0: I would agree. One last thing before we go. If you are interested in any of these, again, we'll have all of them listed in the description. But one thing you can do for yourself is uh, go to the little wrench at the top right, configuration, tap the plugin hub button, and if you're doing a piece of content, it it will behoove you just to type in the name. So for instance, if you're about to go do your first, I don't know, uh, if you wanna do the quest for TOB, or you're gonna to go to do your first TOB, just type in TOB, see what plugins are there download them because there's
1: definitely a lot of ones that we don't, have download, not... all okay. download, don't in... download all of them download once. don't download all of them sure because you're gonna oh oh my god there's so many top plugins well, download the ones just... that you feel like would be useful um mm-hmm. and try them out and that goes for any content
0: if you think oh i'm gonna do herbivore type in herby and see what they have um there's there's definitely plugins that we have not mentioned that can be useful for the content you're about to do the plugin hub Has literally thousands of plugins that you can use. And I I don't know, just spend a couple hours one day, maybe, and while you're AFKing at Redwoods, go through, turn them on, see what they do. And it's cool because you can link to the GitHub page, and the GitHub page will usually have screenshots and like a description of what's going on. So do yourself a favor, go through the hub, find them out, and uh, let us know what you find. We'd love to know. Probably gonna be the community question question. So, get ready for that. (laughs) With all of that, thank you guys so much. We are happy to be back. We're happy to be going to a break because I have to use the restroom. But we'll see you guys after this.
3: Greetings. My name. Well, my name is not important. What is important is that I am a fur trader, I own and operate the fur stall. In the greatest city of all of Gielinor. Ardu, Ardon Ardugni. Let's just call it Ardy. I own the first doll. In the greatest city of all of Gielinor. Ardy. Whether you're looking for bear fur, wolf fur, or an assortment of other furs which I don't keep in stock. I've got you covered. Hold on. Can you stop running on my stall? Every day, it's the same thing. Inconsiderate lap junkies take it upon themselves to use my stall as part of their course. You know how many times I've had to repair this stall? Three times, just this week. And the city guards are oblivious too. It really feels like all of their time is spent Guarding the baker's stall in his cakes. Does all that theft bother me? Nah, I don't worry about it too much. My eyes are locked on my stall. No one's stealing anything on my watch. Huh? Yeah, furs. Anyway, if you're in the market for a fur, come on down to my stall. In the greatest city of all of Gielinor. Ardo, Ardo, Ardugni, Ardugni.
0: Welcome back! I hope you enjoyed that commercial break because I know that I sure did. It's part of the show now where we will take a moment and shout out our patrons who support us over on Patreon.com/slash. XP waste every week. Uh, we'll shout out new wise old man patrons as well as they're on the screen now. Thank you so much to everybody in the wise old man tier. You guys are the bread and butter and
1: the farmer's market cheese of what we do on this show. (laughs) Um, any new wise? Did the bit man- about the farmer's market make it into the episode, or does that just not have context? No context. <laughs> oh, I'm eating bread from a farmer's market while I put my feet up in recline for the next 40 minutes of this podcast. So, you know, <laughs> love you guys to death, but I'm going to be snacking for a sec. <laughs> yeah, so every week,
0: if there's a new Wise Little Man patron, you'll get a shout out individually, and then on the screen now all of the current wise old man patrons. So thank you so much to every single wise old man. And our newest patron in the wise old man tier is Iron Otis. Thank you so much, Iron Otis for your subscription. Shout out to you. Um, and again, thank you so much everyone the wise old man. You guys are the bread and butter of what we do here on the show. Um, and we really couldn't do it without you. So any of you really, but love and kisses anyway. Uh, now moving on to the KBD tier. Of folks. The KBD folks do get a personal shout-out every single week, and we love you, smooches so much. Hugs, hug, kiss, kiss, little hug, big kiss from me and Oxy. So uh big shout out and thank you to Brokes70, Oxy's dad, my dad, all of our dad, hi, Cloud Kicker, Dickie Bird, XP Enjoyer, MB Jones, Legend Gary, Lil Drakey, The Lord Jake himself. Mark, aka I Steam, Mike Oxmall, who is now in the KBD tier because I'm—I think he wants his name to be read out. MT Birchfield, Ry Lithian, Satanbot six six six, skuma ninety two, Spartan Fire, Taco Ninja, The Big G Jordy, Crayola Crayon, Toast No Toast, and finally Tiz Tant Coots. Toast No Toast used to be last, and that kind of threw me off. Anyway, thank you so much to everybody in the KBD tier. You all are amazing human beings and we appreciate you so very much. If you would like to join our Patreon and support us, you can do so at any tier we have available all the way from, you know, starting at $1 all the way up to $25. That money goes right back into the show. Oxy and I do not take a cut as of right now recording this. There may come a time where we pay ourselves to edit the show. Or we grab a few pieces of merch. But other than that... We,
1: we, buy, we buy tech upgrades every now yeah, and then. Yeah, we buy but tech recently, upgrades. recently, all the money has... What, what's all the money gone into recently, Michael? Shirts. Just so the patrons can't get upgraded. <laughs> the shirts. So Damn um, shirts. Yes. I'm going to have those shipped
0: out very soon. Um, but to finish the plug, you can find us over on patreon.com forward slash expoace. Link is in the description. We would love to have you. Um, yes. So the Patreon shirts... They will be shipped out very soon. I have to have to have to figure this out um, because the four weeks the four week trial for the website that I have chosen is going to end soon. That's how long I've been trying to figure this out. So um, expect something from us either on our our discord, which has a patrons only chat um, or something within Patreon itself to tell you guys, hey, you're getting updated. So um, stay tuned. I'm going to try and have those out this week. It's just like, I I I feel like I was way, I was in like way over my head more than I thought I would be with moving. And so it's, it's kind of gone on the back burner, but, uh,
1: yeah, we're going to have them out soon. Also, it, it's the matter of like the shirts themselves, the yeah. company that we're trying to deal with the the expense to ship internationally is a lot thicker than we thought which like is fine you guys are so generous on patreon we can afford it like it's not it's not a concern of like we can't pay for shipping it's just like we're like hit like a truck like michael and i were talking about pc upgrades and we kind of looked at we're like let's figure out the shipping price first yeah. before we go into that thank god we did yeah. Cuz like you were talking about like a new like a <laughs> new processor or a new yeah. mother or a new graphics card or something like no, that. No, a new processor. You were talking about some upgrade and I'm like, "Eh, I could consider something new myself. Like my next upgrade is probably a new SSD. But like, bro, international shipping out of the United States is whack. Yeah. We can afford it. We're okay and we want to get you guys your shirts. We're just both annoyed that like dog we just want them done Mm -hmm. like our artist worked out perfectly the patron support worked out perfectly and like the things on our end that we can and can't control are pissing us off so it's Mm -hmm. our fault the shirts are not there they will be there our frustrations do not lie with you guys yeah we're frustrated at ourselves for not getting you guys the shit that you have deserved for like six months at this point right that
0: being said oxy and i have talked about utilizing the merch feature within Patreon that will a take money from what you guys have paid and set money aside and then that gets allocated for merch but it'll also automatically ship it to you and I don't have to get 150 shirts in my office like it's going to be more beneficial for you guys and I think it would be a lot more fun cuz then a quarterly merch drop will happen and it'll be new things every quarter so we're looking into that in ways that we can make that fun and exciting. So if you guys want to sub, uh, subscribe on the Patreon. Um, you can do that anytime in the description. We, we really appreciate it. So moving on now, my favorite part of the show is the community question. So three weeks ago, it feels like now, maybe no, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, before bingo ended, we asked you guys, if you could add any tile to our bingo, what would it be? We have 19 responses. I'm going to try and do this all in one take. That's not going to happen. So Moishan says, hopefully this isn't dumb, but how about all team members or an X amount of team members have to get a fire cape screenshot with date and time for proof if one is already owned. Moishan, I hate to break it to you, buddy. We do that already. It's called
1: Hmm, the Tazar annual. We don't make everyone do it because, again, the issue is every team always has an inactive player. So this is about as close as we get. He said or
0: X amount of team members. So we kind of do that because like this last one, you were 10 bingo, right? (laughs) 10 out of 15 players had to get a fire cape. That's how it kind of uh, shook out this last one. Um, Speaking of Iron Otis, who is our most recent, uh, most recent wise little man. He says tiles should be 10 games of Castle Wars. Play 10 games of Rune Link or get 10 girlfriends for 100k and have someone trade you full Rune armor by telling them you'll trim it. Nostalgia, bitches. I
1: I really wish (laughs) that we could play Castle Wars I this tile because Castle Wars, it was so much fun as a kid to waste time, but Castle Wars is just so not feasible to do for anything. Yeah. So it's just... Like I would put Soul Wars on before I put Castle Wars.
0: Soul Wars would be fun. Like get the uh get the ectoplasmator or something as a team. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Um next up we have Jay. It says find one of the secret NPCs that show up kind of like Hop please at the Sandcrabs. I have a funny story with that and I'll make it brief. I was in a clan uh way before TNL. This was uh 2018. <laughs> I was in a clan. And a lot of the people from that clan all met up at RuneFest. Uh, rune at RuneFest, they had a cosplay contest. Remember how I said I was going to do this in one take? That was, that was all cut up. Anyway, they had a cosplay contest. And one of my clan members dressed up as the NPC that they modeled. Or he dressed up like the NPC Hop please i'm wording that very badly but essentially i was gonna
1: say you're not wording that correctly because i know the
0: story so he won the cosplay contest and the 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 prize was they make an npc out of what you wore so he's the hot please guy um on Sandcrabs. his outfit was ported into the game that's anyway moving on um, ben says as a four person team complete a 150 plus invocation raid while wearing mole slippers and a party hat entry mode does not count that'd be kind of fun ben so there, another done
1: that It's a good time
0: yeah fashion escape raids I like that Reven says get a dragon med helm from a basement cyclops at the warriors guild I did this recently on my GIM while in the hunt for the dragon defender
1: that sounds like a rare drop table you can go for yourself <laughs>
0: Uh Grooch says green log necks. As it for a bingo tile? Mm. No, thank you. Also, go f yourself. <laughs> Gibson says speed run of the quest boss refights like Galvic and Seren. Kind of like how you get a perfect combat task. Low points and kind of just get it done. Mm, That'd be fun.
1: Okay. That's yeah. actually not oh put that on a list somewhere. Yeah, That's yeah. actually not a bad tile suggestion, Gibson. I gotta level with you. I kinda <laughs> like that one.
0: Two tile ideas, and this is from Pixie. Pixie says, uh, Two tile ideas. The white knight survivor, kill 1300 black knights. Or the black hearted murderer, kill 1300 white knights. Trackable? Yes. Quest log? Uh, account progression? Yes. Frick'em? Heck yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to point out, he actually said Frick. So I didn't oh just God. edit that. What a man. <laughs> Real crazy. Says, tile name, one tick banned from the Discord kill the giant mole two times while using oxy's mole gear and write three positive facts about the heron between two kills one tick band love that so my team name for bingo was the order of the blue herons and while i still don't think the heron uh is a great pet i have redeemed the the idea of the heron in that it brought me together with my team so I'm not really like anti-heron. I'm just anti-pet heron. So anyway, Um, Bailey says 15,000 obor KC. Rescape, RSI scape for the win. I don't know if that's, I don't know. I don't know what RSI scape is, but 15k obor KC. Hmm. Confused. Jack says get a PK with five loot keys already. Ooh, that'd be kind of fun. That's
1: mega spammable. Just kill your entire team. True. Damn it. That's the pro- that's the, the immediate problem with anything related to PvP is either one of three things. One of four things. You actually go out PKing most of the people. There's like one guy in our clan who can PK. That's it. Yeah. So do it naturally. Contact another team who's willing to let you kill them and get loot keys rag another team, which will just get you kicked from bingo, or kill your entire team, and then get a kill on someone with five loot keys. It's is—it's a good tile in theory for an individual challenge, but it just becomes difficult when we're like, fun content, question mark? Yeah. Would be terrifying to see five keys, though. It would be terrifying, because they're over your head, and it's like... Special I actually skull. one key. I'm out of there. You know that that blood red skull with the five keys. I'm out. Oof.
0: Next up, we have Chris. They say, we had to get a long bone from P hat for our tile game. It's a one in 400 drop and it's only drops. And it's one of the only drops he has. A lot of people got stuck on it. IGN is Zaro. Who is P hat? P hat's a troll. Oh, really? Pretty sure. Yeah. Huh. It's a one if and it's the only one. He sure. Has? That's interesting. Next up, we have Dylan. He says, this is a wilderness tile. As a team, PK 10 million worth of loot from people outside of the clan or your own team or obtain a gilded slash third age item. We actually had that on our uh, Springo 22, I think it was last that year, Springo. That tile was rough. Yeah. rough. It's crazy. It like we got it, but that tile was rough. Mega, drop, mega rare drop table or something. Mega rare drop table? Is that a word? Anyway, yeah, boy, Matthew I says... My, I
1: think my boy got anti-fires from like a hardcore oh, or something. We were so pissed. But we got the tile sad, though.
0: Mega sad. Uh, Matthew says, marks of grace. Smiley face.
1: Is that a tile? Just get marks of grace? No, he just likes marks of grace. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> Next up we have Torin. They say, skill boss Casey? Because I hate Winter Todd as much as Oxy. It's the only way I'd go back.
1: Bold of you to assume that if we ever put a Winter Todd KC tile in, I would contribute to that tile. (laughs) Michael's laughing. I know he wouldn't. Winter Winter Todd isn't my job in bingo. No, it's not my job either. Unless it's the last day and we need Winter Todd uniques. Nope. I will be an elitist asshole and say I'm too good for Winter Todd, even in bingo.
2: I don't care every
1: other content I was doing f***ing Shades of Morton locks at like 3 o'clock in the morning one day like I'll do almost anything for mm-hmm. bingo mm-hmm. I ain't going back to winter Todd I'm sorry I'm not doing it
0: I did Shades of Morton locks it was kind of fun I might go back and just try and do the whole collection log there it's pretty cool Taco Dog 8 yep. says kill a boss in the mole outfit that Oxy made for his Poor Man's Guide to Bossing series yes how you prove uh, it? I don't know. Because <laughs> you could literally just change your outfit. Anyway, Seymour says five thousand agility laps on any course across the whole team. Title it leg day.
1: <laughs> God, that would. All right, that kind of sucks. That's kind of funny. I'm uh, not gonna lie. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm making that as a note as well.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Young Max says can't get any better than the chompy tile. Probably something with Oxy's Poor Man's Guide. Not the mole since that's been beaten to death. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> uh, and finally, on the Spotify section, Dude Heim says, get followed by the meme bird that Michael doesn't like. But seriously, something along the lines of the most troll drops from a superior monster slash boss item decided by the admins of the bingo. So basically, the yeah, troll a drops. tile like that
1: before. Yeah. And it was a fun tile because it was like, I think the tile was like a cut dragon stone, a dragon spear, a shield left half, and then something else, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think a couple of them were just go to Gorox and get them. But, oh god, maybe it was like a god sword shard from a boss or something. Like it was something, maybe it was a rune sword, I don't remember. But it was like specific drops. That were like you wanna die. Maybe a yeah. long bone was part of that. It was, I don't also uh, I don't
0: remember. It was like the Ring of Life. It was Spirit Seeds. Oh, you
1: know, it was Ring
0: of Life. Ring of yep, Life I do Spirit remember. Seeds yep. and some a God Sword Shard or something. So it was kind of fun. Uh that is it for the Spotify replies. Moving on to the YouTube replies. Same question. If you could add any tile to our bingo, what would it be? Our founder and um you know good friend of the show scape caution says nightmare with a sigh crying sad emoji <laughs> you really wanted nightmare apparently a lot uh, of people <laughs> apparently did but like dog <laughs> i think it's funny good cut is our other founder slash admin slash um friend of the show tmd says scape caution minus one so he didn't want nightmare <laughs> Uh, jordy says i'm actually bad at bingo but putting bones to peaches or any mage training arena tile would be funny we've, we've had, had it and
1: it actually it went over pretty
2: well yeah like. People,
0: it's like a count progression we just don't want to do it every time you know? the yeah. count progression <laughs> yep okay finally last reply here for the question uh this comes from gray fashion escape locked picture man only mode snap a group photo with coordinated outfits in your favorite gill owner location 60 percent of the team must be present for the tile to count that one arguably would be the hardest because of uh getting your team on at the same time but you could literally just do it day one (laughs) when everybody plays anyway so yeah um thank you so much to everybody who answered the community question this week if you'd like to answer this week's question it's going to be what not what is your favorite runelight plugin but what is your favorite obscure RuneLight plugin?
1: Not one that everybody's heard of. Because yeah, I, I swear to know, God, I swear to God, if I see Quest Helper, you're banned. Yeah. you never answering the community question. We're not
0: even going to read it. I'm only going to read the obscure <laughs> ones. Because <laughs> I want to know, what is the most obscure one you've known? So anyway, you can do that on the community questions section on Spotify. Or the pinned comment on this YouTube video. Oxy. I think it is now time for one of the longest sections we'll ever have on the show. And uh, I'm willing, if you are willing, to split this up.
1: (laughs) Just let me know where... Crazy you mentioned that, folks. (laughs) It's game time. It's time for Achievement of the Week. Little backstory. If you're new around here, every week we shout out the people who do awesome shit in the Discord. You get a 99, you hit a total level milestone combat achievements you get your first fire cape you get another various cape like diary cape or something like that you know we shout that out because we like to acknowledge the people in our community who are doing cool stuff right we want to acknowledge the people who are accomplishing things that might go under their radar because if you're only on twitter following high level pvmers it doesn't seem like anybody gives a shit that you got your first entry mode tob kc for the quest We do, when you get your quest cape, we care about the firsts because we know how important the firsts are. We do this every single week. We have not had an episode in two weeks, which actually means that we have three weeks of content that we've not done anything for. And Michael just added another thing because I didn't know he actually got it done. (laughs) A little bit more backstory into why this is a little bit thick. For those of you who maybe are unaware, this past week, Jagex released an update that made the combat achievements a point-based system instead of a task-based system like they were for several months prior. So a lot of people accomplished a lot of things. Some of them by doing absolutely nothing. But it happened, right? It did this nothing. is This is going to be a thick section, so thick, in fact, that I am going to call a special guest host in, right? Are you guys ready for my special guest host for Achievement of the Week? Yeah. I am inviting the Michael from XP Waste to help me out with Achievement of the Week, or I'm going to talk for 2,000 years. So we're going to sandwich this. You're going to get Oxy, Michael, Oxy, I guess. I'll do skilling
0: because that's my favorite
1: absolutely you will do skilling um i'm gonna kick us off with miscellaneous and there are big achievements in all three categories because that's what happens when you don't do achievement of the week for damn near a whole mm-hmm. month so l- without further ado let's get into this kicking things off in the miscellaneous category this time around we got quite a few quest capes so earning their quest cape within the last four years since the last time we did this segment we have elvish Jay goose Money Man Mine, and Neat Sees, who actually got their quest cape together, which was a lot of fun, Seymour 975, and Are You Swole. In addition to other various miscellaneous capes of accomplishment, Gecko, Caper, and Bat Fasterd all achieved their music capes this week, which I think a lot of it came from Bingo. A lot of people were really motivated by Bingo to get their music capes. I know I think Submediate was in the same boat. I think he's like one music track away though, like a Mimic or a Champion Scroll or something. Because Mimic and Champion Scroll usually hold people back. But once you get those, music capes pretty free. More capes, Your Savior, Sink, and Emeritas achieve their diary capes this Ooh. week. So now they've got all the diary perks, which like playing this, going back to the GIM and playing this game without any diary perks sucks. Man, it's being in the end game is great. I gotta, I gotta say, <laughs> it's awesome. Finally, in the miscellaneous section, which, like, I think we have two of these this week or for this segment. Prior to this, we've only ever had two. Total. Yeah. Pretty sure two total in the entirety of Achievement of the Week. Zero Fox and 10,000 Slugs, which, by the way, that's still a lot of slugs, (laughs) both got their champions capes this week. Wow. Well, not this week. Within the li- whatever it doesn't the time gate doesn't matter. But for this segment, we have officially doubled the amount of champions capes we have seen on a, on achievement of the week for That's XP awesome. ways. That's it's nutty. And like some of their KCs are whack. How many they had to kill or how many they didn't have to kill for for it. So zero fox and slugs, congratulations, y'all. Because again, that shit's wild. I someday I kinda wanna get the champions cape. I don't see that happening anytime soon (laughs) because I've spent a long time trying to get a cape, and I think if I put that kind of time into a cape again, it's gonna be a max cape. Who knows though? Let's move on to the skilling category, which is pretty big. This is Michael's got a lot to talk about. It's pretty big. So
0: in the skilling section here. Start off. These are, uh, so just as a disclaimer, these are all going to be 99s. So I want you to not take a shot every time I say 99 because it's going to be a lot. All right. Do it, cowards. <laughs> Shinkiro got 99 <laughs> HP and 99 range. Fortimus with 99 strength, attack, and mage. Gay Raccoon really with 99 HP. Sad day for Gay Raccoon because their name was removed in the game. Jagex finally what? said to hell with you gay raccoons and they, is that
1: why they're iron raccoon now
0: yeah no like, how are you gonna have uh, listen how are you gonna have a pride event for el- like for for pride month and not allow gay raccoon that just seems counterintuitive it seems I think so I al- weird there's
1: also names like spicy taint sniffer at chambers bank and there's no yes. way gay raccoon gets cut i don't know if it's because of the word gay but it just seems discriminatory well that's pretty gay okay. <laughs> It's very, very not good. Okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay, Relu. You'll always be gay in my heart. You'll always be gay, Raccoon. Dean709 with
0: 99 HP. Main Sequence with 99 Strength. Fairy with 99 HP. Buckley with 99 Crafting. Iron Jake Stab with 99 Farming. D4 Drake, 99 Hit Points. Consume Shrek with 99
1: Farming. Valeric with 99 Wood Cutting. Fiend... Which was at the bingo like oh at the bingo party really yeah well like everyone was like piled around for pictures like post bingo we were all having a good time always Grand Exchange. i logged out and like five seconds later valeric popped 99 wood cutting (laughs) because he even said in the screenshot that he crashed the closing ceremonies with a 99 which is pretty fun the
0: last time we had a closing ceremony was it valeric that did it that had somebody popped in in the clan hall and got a 99 in the clan hall. I don't remember who it was, though. Yeah, I don't remember who it was but either, but you're right. That did
1: happen. Somebody bingo. got a 99 right at the very
0: end. <laughs> uh, Fane with 99 farming. AFK for a bit with 99 mange, defense, and HP. They went AFK for a bit to do that. Bucky God with 99 attack. Hyla with 99 prayer and fishing. Parker J with 99 herblore. Blanker, 99 slayer. Got it at Zuck, too. What a legend. Zero Fox with 99 woodcutting. So Zero Fox has gotten the, what is it called? The Championscape, 99 woodcutting. And he got a duo shadow
1: the other day with with Tyler. Crazy busy drops aren't achievements. Anyway, I'm just saying he's busy. (laughs) He's making more money than me, damn it. Drops aren't achievements.
0: Melvix with 99 construction. Bumble Swing with 99 Slayer. MJ Style with 99 strength. LA Clips with 99 HP and 99 farming. Ice Nine Chills with 99 prayer. Tento Tricks with 99 range. Lord Maticus with 99 prayer. Blah, blah, with 99 range. I was at that party. It's epic. I love the name Blah, blah, too. It's just like, it's one that you think would not be taken, or like, it's one that you think would be taken, but it's not. Ryukosen with 99 Slayer, or as he says, 99 PBM. Who farted? During the episode, he farted and got 99 defense. I'm pretty sure a total level achievement, but I don't remember what I don't know, 2100 or something.
1: I think it was a combat level. Oh, was it a combat? Okay. It was 126 combat. Okay,
0: 126 combat as well. And Jake, AIC SCP with 99 construction. I was in VC with Jake last night and he was 96 construction. So, he's zooming. Moving on to some total level achievements. We've got Melvix with 2k total level. Fumble Swing, also 2k total level. Pork Jerry, hitting 2k total. Gay Raccoon at 2k total. Silky with 2100 total. Lord Maticus, also at 2100. And we got Moonstonks and De La Gente, both 2.2k total. Welcome to your new favorite worlds, boys. Moonstonks and De La Gente. Actually, all of you. Welcome to. The non-peasant worlds, two K. Well, total except for worlds.
1: Silky and Lord Maticus, twenty-one hundred don't get your shit, but you're getting there. True, you know. true.
0: Everybody but Silky and Maticus have gotten um, something to achieve. And last, but certainly not least, our boy Cole maxed his account one tick after doing something that Oxy will talk about. But congratulations, Cole. Two two seven seven total. Very much proud of you. Um, this could have happened a while ago, but he was waiting on something. And I'll let Oxy get to that. But uh, <laughs> I talked to him the other day, yesterday, actually. He's like, bro, this Max Cape kind of cracked. I'm like, I know. So many teleports. So congratulations, Cole, on maxing your account. Um, now, back to my favorite co-host in the entire world for this Achievement
1: of the Week sandwich. you goddamn right. It's Achievement of the Week time. Folks, it's not. That's how long it was that Michael was talking. I thought we were restarting Achievement of the Week. That's how many scaling things we had. I'm not going to lie. It's combat. It's the combat achievement section. We're not restarting this portion. Good God, I am cooked, folks. First Fire Capes. We, You know, Michael, we didn't get a whole lot of First Fire Capes during Bingo. Which I thought was weird. Unless people just didn't post them, we didn't see a lot of Zalra, and we didn't see a lot of first fire capes. Maybe they posted them in their team chats, like for the- Which is entirely possible, but I've only got like six of them here. And I thought for sure we would have had more, especially during Bingo. I think we got a few, but not all of them. So, kicking things off for the fire capes, the meat wagon got his LXAC back. Latch, you have a different Discord name. Latch, maybe that maybe. could be it. Got your first fire cape. Morehoss got their first fire cape. So did Smarmy Knight, Beefy, and Kevbot. I love when the, the achievement notification pops up in the CC. It's a good feeling to watch people get their first capes. So. Yeah, we have some more firsts as well. Splasher, we. I'm just gonna like the next four people got corrupted gauntlet because a shit ton of people got corrupted gauntlet. Splasher. Dog B Day Guy, Buckeyes, and LA Clips all got their first corrupted gauntlet, KC. Mayalt, whose name is also Patrick, but Mayalt. Um, is it a play on mayo? Is a mayonnaise an instrument? I wouldn't think so, but who knows? Got their first Gauntlet and their first Zalra, the two big firsts in one week. And then Seymour975 with the double-double, who got his first uh, Zalra Casey. Yeah, it is a double-double for Seymour. Nice. Surprisingly enough, only one kit. And that came from Recycle Please, who finally got around to getting his Missouri Crafting Kit. Only one kit, which again, I thought for sure... You know, and it's weird because, like, there are more people that got it. Like, I know on my team, Nate Dogg and Russ of Fury, I think, got their uh, their 350 kits. But it wasn't posted, so I don't know. (laughs) If you got your kit during bingo, which I imagine quite a few of you guys did, congratulations. We're not shouting you out because I don't know who you are, right? (laughs) Oh, now we get into just a massive portion of Achievement of the Week, which so many people got Combat Achievements done. By doing a whole lot of nothing, which is great. Kicking us off, Shoe achieved their easy combat diaries. Fumble Swing achieved their easy and medium combat diaries. Roskin, Toilet GG, and Caper all achieved their easy, medium, and hard combat diaries in a day. Humble Owl, Nate Dog, and our very own Bloodhound here, Michael achieve their hard combat diaries if you think for a second you're not finishing them god wars diaries you got another thing coming michael well i need them dragging for, your ass back to the i need them for my
0: elite yeah. helm now so my jad helm i only need like 213 or 113 points or something in it funny enough like to get my elite combat diaries like done i need to do less tasks than there are Elite Diary tasks. If I just do all, like, five-pointers.
1: Boo. Anyway. Continue. I think for mine, I need... I think I need, like, 72 Master Tasks, and I have, like, 84 of them left, and I did the math. Um, I cannot touch Chambers of Zarek. See? This and is get the point. my Master Diary. I did but the hard diary without doing point. stupid content. Because at the same time, I feel like did I really earn the Verzik Helm? Because they gave you the cosmetics for completing the diary. You did. You earned it. They should have just... No, you didn't. This is Listen, where the, the elitist only one, in me the comes The only out.
0: one you have to earn is the grandmaster that's the only one you need to earn but like there's you an Avernic
1: override there's a slayer helm override like in my opinion you should have gotten the perks but the cosmetics shouldn't have oh, come a, until you've gotten that's a until worse
0: situation done. that's a
1: worse outcome than saying hey
0: you did the diary you got enough points to get the diary but we're not giving you all the diary stuff
1: but you didn't. That's that's where um that's though. where it frustrates me. Like imagine being able to do the Lumbridge hard diary without having to get bones to peaches because you have seventy seven rune crafting and you're able to get the the elite diary step done. You didn't do the hard diary. Again, I not think this is point... this is my most elitist asshole Listen, opinion. I think I've had the and entire. And I need you to rein it back. And I in, apologize in, for the achievement of the week. Let people have it because there's a lot of people. I, I'm letting. I'm letting people have. it. <laughs> i really am
0: i'm proud of everyone who's done it the next six people all completed this diary like that you don't think is an achievement but i think it is an achievement
1: i do think it's an achievement to get done i'm just a little but you about it i'll read them off because you don't think they deserve the absolutely you are not reading shit (laughs) in the combat section you don't even finish god wars (laughs) <laughs> not yet anyways i'm taking your ass back to god wars and we're getting that done michael in any case prestige soul suffix or isaac planker Jahari's, and zero fox who i'm pretty sure got a triple triple this week um that's zero fox's triple triple with the elites uh all got their elite combat achievements done so now they get to wear the best slayer helm in the game the jad helm And they get to teleport to the Inferno, which is so nice, because now when you guys go to God Wars, you take the little thing with you, you take the little blue IUD, and you can teleport, like, damn near, like, right by a bank. It's super nice. It is super nice. To God Wars or to the Moral Wreck. So you take the blue IUD to teleport to God Wars. Yeah, you go to God Wars, and then when you leave, especially if you don't take a blessing oh, with you, leave. like if you go to Kree or Sarah, you don't take a, a blessing with you with a teleport. Yeah, you teleport to the Inferno, I and see. you're right by a Bank. Okay,
0: yeah,
1: nice. So you don't have to like teleport outside God Wars, and then like mini game teleport outside whatever. Uh, apparently, apparently Tiki also got his Elite Combat oh, achievement yeah. done. that's the thing, people. People haven't even posting it. It's like I don't know who got them all. You know. Did fear fear? Did you get your elite combat achievements done too? Damn! Like.
0: <laughs> okay, so one thing that I think is pretty funny is the reason I think they made it, the elite diary easier to obtain is for the Jad cosplayers out there who want to have Jad slippers, Jad plushie, uh, Jad pet, and the Jad helm. So it's more accessible. Jad Jad fashion
1: scape. Wild. Then my I, I think. Mima brought it up in the recording booth chat, which I've seen on Twitter, which I'm just getting a laugh out of because again, it just feels a little ridiculous. Versich Helm Max Cape. You're That's getting a Versich Helm without an Infernal Cape. I'm That's sorry. Call me an elitist dick. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> but like, I don't know, man. I'm sorry, but it's congratulations. Great perks. They're great. Perks. Congratulations. To all of you guys who got your combat diaries done. Yes. Unfortunately, we did not get one Infernal Cape during the time that we were gone. We got three. Three people got their first Infernal Cape in the time. So we got a Max Cape, two Champions Capes, and three Infernal Capes in the past couple of weeks. And those big congratulations go out to Toasty pun Papoo, I don't know. I don't think I'm saying your name correctly, but I saw it at like one o'clock in the morning when I laid down for bed as soon as you posted it. And then Cole, who not only maxed, but also got his infernal cape. He went so quickly after getting his cape to Max that he forgot to take the screenshot of his first infernal cape at the inferno and instead took it at his house while building mahogany table. <laughs> so he... Achieved both the Infernal Cape and the Max Cape in this week. So congratulations to our brand new Infernal Cape enjoyers in the XP Ways Discord, the TNL Discord, the TNL Clan, wherever you may reside. Welcome. You're all finally free to play the game, especially in Cole's case. I mean, he can play the game as long as he wants because now he's Maxed as well. And congratulations to everyone who achieved something awesome. Whether or not you got shouted out, because again, I do apologize, it was a bit scuffed this past week, weeks, months, years, however long it's been, because it has been a really long time, and these big achievement of the weeks can be a little difficult to manage sometimes, but I hope we got everyone, or almost everyone, if you did something awesome and you want to show it off, head over to our Discord, discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL, you can post in the levels and achievements chat if you do something awesome. Post about your awesome drops. We recently opened up in the last couple of weeks a a gym rats page, which I didn't think was going to get a whole lot of traction because I don't work out. People have been popping off in that. Gym.
2: <laughs> like I, I guess
1: muted. the I the I guess the <clears throat> the suggestion completely went under my radar. So like, shout out to Scape for bringing that up in the mod chat that people kind of wanted it because I wouldn't have ever expected people wanted it. That chat goes crazy. Nice. People are always posting about their workouts and their games and things like that and the journeys yeah. they're on to build muscle or lose weight or whatever it is. So post it in Gym Rats if that's something you're into. I don't, know, I don't know. Have a good, our Discord, again, certifiably the best RuneScape Discord on the whole damn planet. I am going to call out Are you Swole. Because I
0: don't see him once in this chat. And if your name is Are You Swole and you're not in the Gym Rats chat on Discord, doing something wrong. Get in there, brother. Are
1: you even Swole? Are you like, even Swole? That's my question. I can I don't have room to talk. I'm not. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not either, not, either I'm not. but <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say. But oh, that was great. That wraps up achievement of the week, which means the podcast is almost coming to a close. But oh. there is one Delightful note that we have to close on before we send you guys off. Michael, my dear co host and friend Michael, do you have a fun question for us this week? It is fun question time. And I do have a question. I have a
0: question that has been asked by Taco Ninja in our Discord. Taco Ninja, come in on strong with all these really good uh fun question suggestions i remember last time it was the one about uh it was the one about the blue heron that (laughs) anyway moving on to the fun question uh if you could rule over a kingdom or area slash town in old school runescape which would you choose and what would your first act be if you could rule over a town or area what would it be and what would your first act as ruler be First
1: act as a ruler, huh? Hmm.
0: Upside down. Where am I gonna
1: Where am I gonna rule, Oxy? Man's got the whole <laughs> fan finished map in front of him. Ah, god, god damn. Hmm. Let's see here. I'm like my
0: my knee jerk reaction is like the small, quaint town of Catherby. But like there's not much there. That's always your knee-jerk reaction. It is always my man. knee-jerk reaction. Catherby is just great. It's right there. Um, but that I think that region is you would have to go by region. So like if you want to roll over Catherby, you'd have to be the ruler
1: of It just says a town. You don't you don't have to rule Catherby. Oh, you like rule, you'd be the mayor of
0: Catherby? Town. Okay. Well then maybe I'll be the mayor of Catherby. <laughs> I don't know. Um either Catherby or Relica. In my first act, if I was the ruler of Relica, would be to add some sort of trade trade route from Relica. Cuz you have a port there, you have all like you have like the fish stalls and all of the stalls there, but there's no bank in Relica. Mm. And if there's no bank, it tells me it's like disconnected from the main hub of trade within the game and maybe for good reason. So maybe I would be a hated ruler Mm -hmm. but in Relica they definitely more people need the the goods that are coming out of that town Um, but you would definitely have to add some sort of like I don't know some sort of tax or limit to how much you could export because you know small town small fishing town small village it needs to be able to sustain itself before it can sustain the world. Same thing with like Catherby, um, maybe adding some sort of uh GE in Catherby for that side of the world would be kind of cool, mm-hmm. but on a smaller scale. Um, and then maybe more homes in Catherby too, because there's not a lot of actual places to settle down there. And with it being so close to the mountain, Maybe people could set up like, a, like an Airbnb situation with their houses. and That ain't a home, dog. <laughs> well, like a, a, an inn or like a hotel or it's just something to where you'd have rest on your journey, uh, either coming from the mountain or going, you're about to cross the mountain. Because look at Catherby. It's nestled right by the White Wolf Mountain, which can be quite the journey. If you're, you know, you're just on foot, you have to walk all the way around and there's wolves and your next closest town is like Barrett, Borthorpe or Taverley, And to me, that's not very welcoming. So you want to have a good experience. I'm never going to put this map up because this is just too much fun. I, w- I wouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> wouldn't be able to <laughs> show you. <the> map.
2: <laughs>
0: Dear God. <laughs> It'd be a prop. <laughs> anyway, oh my God. Uh, Catherby or Relica? that'd be kind of fun. I'm not a big city kind of guy. I mean, I've been to Chicago, I've been to New York. It's not for me. I i want to live as far away from this big city as I can. And those two, I gotta places, say, though,
1: European big cities hit different. Yeah. American big cities make me anxious and drive me crazy. European big cities, I can vibe with that. Good vibe with that. Okay. London, Paris, Rome, I can vibe with that. I prefer like a Copenhagen, Prague. Which like pretty pretty substantial. Geneva's expensive as shit. Otherwise, it's not too bad. But like London over New York City all day long. Nice. I don't think I've ever been more anxious in my life <laughs> in a city than I have been in New York. And just the whole Times Square was one of the most overwhelming locations I think I've ever been in in my entire life. Hated it. Hated Times Square. But a lot of people. So I feel that D- there's too many people. Too many lights. Everyone's way too close to each other. Somebody's like on nut. the verge of scamming you at all times. And like It's not even... It's just like a
0: picture and pay for it. It wasn't,
1: it wasn't who the people were. It was the amount of people that they were. I was like, oh, God, so many people. It was horrible. Horrible. But horrible. But I also have two in mind. Oh, uh, and okay. they both revolve around larger projects. So the first is I want to be... The Lord Commander of the Wilderness. Whoa. Okay. I want to want to rule the wilderness. Um, we're not going to do anything about people killing other people because, <laughs> like, that's what you signed up for, bitch. But what I do want to do is look into some environmental restoration projects because there's a lot of dead space in the wilderness, both literally because all the plants are dead, and figuratively because there's nothing happening. Like, in the areas right below, like, the Mammoth's Ferox Enclave and the and the altar, mm-hmm. nothing going on. That area just east of the Chaos Altar, nothing going on, right? Let's look into some restoration tactics. What can grow out in the wilderness? How can we make the wilderness a little bit more healthy for the environment that's around it? Even though we know not a whole lot of things grow after the destruction during the Second Age, Third Age, whenever the, the edicts were created and the... In the the wilderness trench was made and all that not a whole lot can happen but something surely can because life is sustained out there so surely surely we can figure out something
2: Mm -hmm. right that is
1: the first thing that i would want to do we also have the resource area so we know things can grow we know we can get pockets of life we just have to figure out how right Brief shout out to Trillo who just got ninety nine prayer, magic, and Slayer all at the exact same time. Whoa, so, pretty neat. Pretty well neat. Done, we'll probably shout him out next week as well. So, and that's another thing. Also, I want to I want to focus on like how the volcanic ash affects air quality, how the presence of some of these things, like because it doesn't seem like anything really negatively impacts things. But I don't know what kind of environmental impact spells have, so I really couldn't tell you so that's that's what i want to do for the wilderness or i want to be a basic bitch and i want to rule varrock oh three reasons number one Rold's an idiot i was about to say Rold sucks number two (laughs) my first act as ruler of varrock we're putting charlie the tramp to the to the headsman (laughs)
2: Send him to the dark
1: wizards. (laughs) Right there in the streets, everyone can watch. It'll be a Skyrim-type execution with no dragon. Right there, how do you plead? Not guilty, don't care. (laughs) Right there, for everyone to watch. And then, once Charlie's dead and Varrock is free of the worst NPC in the game, we're going to work on economic and educational improvements for the entire city south of the Fountain. You spawn into the fountain. North of it, you've got the castle, the Grand Exchange. You've got the museum. You've got the chapel. That's where all the money's at. South of that, everything is dilapidated as shit. People don't even live there. Houses are run down. There's fucking all sorts of problems in there. Yeah. We got to get some more money into that area. We got to get a community center rocking. We got to get a school rocking. We got to... Put some opportunities for sustainable work, not contract construction work, right? Like the the fucking mahogany homes people have, right? We need some long term work in Verac. Mm-hmm. Long term job applications, where people can open shops. Because, like, why are there six ranges south of Verac? In every building is empty except for the sword shop seven. If you count the one on the blue moon in, right. Why do we have all that? You know, what, what, what is the point, right? I would like to do something about the gangs that are running around in Varrock. That would also probably be good to take care of. You know, I suppose, I don't know the impact of the gangs and what they do and do not offer for the city, but perhaps if they had a ruler who wasn't an absolute mump, you wouldn't have to rely on gangs for, financial stability and like personal safety so you know eh, that would be cool so other than killing charlie as soon as i got in to office we, we were putting we got to put a lot of money back into <laughs> because it seems like the people there are kind of down bad yeah but great i didn't even yeah. think of that like <laughs> You're like, eh, we might do some trade routes. We might do whatever. I'm like, I want to make the city better. <laughs> I, I still, I still don't think it would be a bad idea to send
0: Charlie down to the Dark Wizards, though. You know, It's like let him, let him, let that be the trial. If he survives, trial, trial by wizard.
3: <laughs> if he survives,
1: I'm gonna kill him anyway.
0: Well, no, you just roll up with your scythe. No one would think twice. But yeah, um, <laughs> let him suffer a little bit with the with the. The dark wizards. There's not an NPC I think in this game that I that I despise. I really don't think there is. Anyway, thank you so much, Chaga Ninja, for your amazing question. As always, if you guys out there listening, uh, were were in your ear holes right now, coming through your car speakers, you know, at your at your family gathering event, playing for all to hear, um, if you would like to send us a <laughs> a fun question, uh, you can do so via postcard. You can see I have them so uh beautifully posted on my wall my next project is to get a massive cork board one like three times this size and i'm just gonna have all the postcards on the back of this wall um if you want to send us a postcard you can do so the uh p.o box is in the description i'm actually (laughs) thinking thinking about changing p.o boxes so um if you're hearing this at the time of the like, if you say to yourself, "It is May 10th or whenever, or 11th, whenever we put it's this
1: out," gonna be May. If
0: it's May 11th and you're gonna send your postcard now, go ahead and do it. But um, I would say before you send your postcard, if you're listening to this while in the future, please check the 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 description for the updated postcard or the updated PO box address. Anyway, it's in the description or join our discord i think oxy plugged it in the achievement of the week section i can't remember but it's discord.gg forward slash osrstnl it's also in the description of the episode you can join the discord if you're part of our patreon you can post it in the fun questions section if you're not just post in the x chat and i will make note of it that is the episode folks uh thank you so much for listening to us on the return of this fine podcast If you want to follow us on our social media, you can find all that in the description of the episode. It's usually at XPOA's pod if you're just going to search willy-nilly. You can follow Oxy on his socials. You can watch his Poor Man's Guide to Bossing series on YouTube. You can watch my failed Iron Man series and give me feedback because maybe one day I will get the itch to do it again and start posting episodes on YouTube. I was actually like... I was watching my old YouTube videos one day Cause i just woke up and i was waiting for oliver to wake up and i was watching them and they were actually kind of fun like i had a lot of fun editing them i had some somewhat of fun um making the like doing the content for it but anyway i miss that thank you guys this has been x2 waste i'm michael that's oxy and uh we'll see
2: you guys next week. bye